0: Welcome to the Best of Deployment podcast, the podcast where we discuss wargames and wargame-adjacent hobbies. Uh, my name's Dave, uh, and uh, I'm here with Jack, and uh, we're two uh, hobbyists um, from the southwest of England, um, and yeah, we're just going to scrap crap about, at um, least basically. Um, so, uh, Jack, I don't know if you want to give a bit of... Uh, background of who you are and sort of what you've done uh, yeah
1: yeah so um i've been gaming since i was about eight i think um since i walked into a games workshop and saw a lot of the rings models there nice. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool so yeah started off with a little pack of uh waros and minas tirith and then a pack of Mordor orcs um and then it swiftly escalated from there <laughs> <laughs> so 22 years later um, we are balls deep in Horus Heresy, Warhammer Fantasy, Lord of Rings, and about six other games.
2: So, <laughs>
1: nice so yeah, you know, and let's say based based down in the southwest, where well, there's actually a pretty thriving Heresy community. Um, which I think everyone forgets about. I think you go past Bristol and think there's nobody down there. No one nah. down there would play anything.
0: No, there's, there's nobody in Devon and Cornwall
1: full no. stop soldiers <laughs> cows by yeah <laughs> so yeah do you want to say a little about yourself then Dave?
0: so yeah sort of uh similar and i think probably quite common hobby journey of of uh starting off quite quite young i was, I was probably maybe a little bit older when i came first came across wargaming um but um it wasn't actually a games workshop store that sort of enticed me to start off with i was actually. Went into it think it was just like a general shop that sort of, you know sold bits of everything kind of like a local version of like a trago mills or something like that and uh they had a little you know the tiny little stand for Warhammer Oh, and, yeah uh, Yeah, with my pocket money bought first some taste uh... is free. huh
1: first taste is free or I guess not free <laughs> pocket money the first taste yeah. is slightly reduced
0: <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah my uh first Purchase with some uh, ty- tyranid, uh Which are the ones that have got the the, the little guns rather than the. Oh, cool the
1: little termagans.
0: That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That was my first first purchase, I got the little like two piece ones
1: that came from yeah. that Yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't didn't really. Uh, it was back back in third edition, so yeah, I didn't didn't really understand what they were properly, but thought they looked cool, so took them home and put them together and then sort of they had a little leaflet about obviously Games Workshop on there and uh, yeah and I was hooked um, but yeah so it's, it's yeah, been similar similar amount of time in the hobby and then as quite a lot of people do I uh, came out of it sort of during my uh, teens and early sort of yeah very early 20s and you then yeah exactly <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I was walking past the uh, Games Workshop in uh, Exeter, then uh, I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember this. This is quite fun. Go and have a look, and um, yeah, and that's where I met you actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was it. I think we had a pretty similar thing because so I was—I still used to paint stuff, and I was that—you know—I think I was about seventeen or eighteen then. Well, I think I was seventeen, wasn't I? When I first—no, probably sixteen actually when I first met you. And then I, I was still painting stuff, but I wasn't really, like, playing that much. Um, well, I'd probably play, like, maybe a game every a couple of months, maybe. Uh, yeah. Actually, no, I don't know if I was done with even that, to be honest. But I was still painting stuff. I remember I'd had a fallout with uh, the girl I was seeing at the time, and I was like, ah, fuck this. I'm going to go, uh, you know, and I was like, no, what can I do? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've still got all that Warhammer. So, uh, yeah, I think I took my towel down to Games Workshop, the night, And I was like... <laughs> yeah, this gentleman with ultramarines. We could have a fine game here. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a beautiful friendship was born. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking about it the other day, actually. It's been almost 15 years now, I think. Yeah, that's it. It's been a long time. A yeah. friendship
1: escalated from uh, sniping devastating Marines of rail rifles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I, I, um, foolishly, unlike you, did not keep hold of my uh, Warhammer collection when I fell out of the hobby. Um, so I, I came back in and, and sort of jumped back in with the, I think it was the Black Reach box set. It had the um, Space Marines and Orcs with a little yeah, chopper yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's was, that's was quite quite firm. But yeah, so um, yeah, I think that kind of covers off who we are. You know, we're not, you know anybody uh, of any authority in, in the hobby world, but um, you know, we enjoyed it for quite a, a long time, and yeah. Gonna chat,
2: yeah, yeah going
1: to chat about it and build some hype for it. Yeah, Get people keen for Wargaming. Because I think there's a lot of people, especially I think in the southwest, because I think there's not a very big scene for it. I'd imagine a lot of people are kind of, you know, they probably do paint and have a lot of models, or you know they're sort of curious about getting into the game. They don't really know kind of where to go or where to play. So I, you know, I know a lot of people that I've you know, I've met a lot of people at work, um, and even actually my um, my uh, my girlfriend's uh, sister, her husband is um, he's really he's just starting to get into it now. But he's been really keen to play for years. Um, but he just didn't really know that anyone uh you know anyone sort of really played it around. You know. Or he kind of had, you know, the the image of the sort of, you know, the the Anorak gamer in sort of the the dark dungeon sort of thing, and he was like, oh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's uh, yeah, I think a lot of there's a lot of people who kind of, you know, they'd like to get into it, um, but they just don't realise that there is is a really big community sort of in the area. Um,
0: yeah, you know, I I think especially with the um, pandemic and the the change in the sort of social uh, eye. Um, it's it's coming a bit more socialistic. So, yeah, you know, it's always been a sort of a thing. Like if you're going anywhere where there's normal people, you kind of don't mention that you like to play with toy soldiers. But sort of with the sort of rise of like you know shows like The Witcher and stuff like that, and yeah, you know, all of a sudden you know in the Marvel films and everything, it's like a bit more culturally acceptable now. And uh, I think I think that probably has helped helped a little bit. And then obviously we had the pandemic, so everybody sort of like sat in the house. Like, what can I do? Oh, oh, are those models that cool? Oh, Buy some of them and and I'll, I'll just paint them. Yeah, I'm not not yeah. gonna bloody play it. Mm. And then it's like, oh, I've actually got an army now. I may as well play. <laughs> but yeah. um, and I'm it's Games
1: it's... Workshop for nine to grand. I might as well. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And and it's interesting as well to see sort of like the way that different people view it and stuff. Sort of like uh, talking to my brother-in-law at the weekend. And yeah, you know, he's obviously you know, always known that I've been into Warhammer, but he saw up on my shelf uh you finished bolt action models and he's like oh you know when you've got them then i wouldn't mind trying trying that out like the, the you know the sci-fi and the fantasy stuff doesn't really doesn't really interest me but i wouldn't mind trying like the you know historical you know wargaming sort of stuff and i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> I, was I wasn't think, expecting that
1: i think stuff like bolt action is very accessible to people because it is it's a little recognizable isn't it you know like you might see yeah. like some space marines or like say some tyranids or something and it's a bit like, whoa, that's a little bit out there. But um yeah. yeah, with bolt action, it's got that very you know, it's it's relatable and it's it's got that kind of historical aspect. But without being too serious, because you know, you look at a game like um um oh there's what's the more historical one that's like bolt action, but it's actually kind of more of a it's not as kind of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Vault Action's a bit more kind of um, fun, isn't it? Whereas there's more that are a bit more like you know they're very sort of serious historical games. Vault um, oh, no, Action yeah. across that line of you know being, you know it's it's um, it's very accessible to people seeing like, oh yeah it's World War II. you know you've got that kind of oh it's painting like you know actual kind of military stuff instead of just yeah. you know, instead of kind of spaceman, um, yeah. but it's quite it's not quite as serious as uh, some of the other very historical games. You know, yeah, you film,
0: like maybe like the, the Napoleonic
1: like, type. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, nice. No, but yeah, like you say it's um, it's interesting. That I think there's a lot of lot of people out there that you know, and like say like us, you know, people get back into it and think, oh yeah, you know, I'll go out and find someone to play with. And there's actually a lot of people out there who are uh, who you know who are really into it and already keen to play. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Saying about <laughs> maybe. The Napoleonic being a bit more serious, I did did watch a YouTube video the other day, which was uh, had the you remember Peachy from the Warhammer TV? Oh yeah, um, and he was on a YouTube channel um, as a, like a guest player, and they were playing a, a I think it's I think it was Black Powder from Warlord that they were playing, but I'm not not 100% sure. But um, yeah, they were doing a a little thing on there and, and he'd even managed to get a 3D scan and print so he had a character that was actually him <laughs> and he also had uh, Sean Bean's character from Sharp oh yeah <laughs> <It was just laughs> but I think the, the guys were trying to try, take it quite seriously and he was just having a real laugh the whole thing <laughs> but yeah but yeah anyway so yeah I think, think that's sort of Covers off us and you know what we're kind of looking to achieve, as well as just actually give us an excuse to have a good bit of hobby chat whilst maybe getting some painting done at the same time. Um,
1: yeah, that's it. Are you uh, you painting stuff at the minute? Are you?
0: I am. I'm currently oh. talking of bolt action. I'm currently putting some uh, flesh tones on the uh, on some uh, blitz creek here. Oh, uh, yeah. very exciting. I might to have to,
1: uh, yeah, I might have to print some French soon. Then, in that case, mm-hmm. once you've got that underway, I'll, uh, I'll find some STLs, some Frenchmen, and get those printed. So yeah. I finished painting that little French tank actually. So I printed a, um, a little French. Um, is it a Renault F1? I think. Um, I might be wrong on that. It's a Renault or something or other. It's Some of the tiny little one-man tanks that the French had, um, in yeah. well, at the start of World War II. Um, they're not really, you know, they were kind of not a very good tank, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they were that. Yeah. This, and I I sort of, I found the STL for it and checked out the sizes of that and I thought, this surely can't be the right size. It's tiny. So I looked at some pictures of them and they are truly minuscule, these little things, you know, it's almost <laughs> like a, you know, like an armored car, I suppose. But, you know, it was a tank, but um, yeah, I've got one of those printed. It's it's like ninety five percent painted, so it's all glass it just needs just needs oils and weathering and it's done um and it's been like that for about a year now so well yeah i think since since we said we were going to do the um <laughs> the Battle of France actually <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it, yeah.
0: So just just for some context um mm-hmm. we've decided that we're going to work through the warlord games bolt action campaign book battle for France um and uh, yeah we're going to sort of do it as a bit of a Low grow sort of thing and, and meet up every now and again and do a few of the missions um so uh, yeah i've 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 drawn the store of being the the german forces for for this particular campaign and then yeah we'll, we'll swap around when when we go and do other other campaign books but um yeah just just to possibly burst your bubble the the first set of or first mission anyway, on in the campaign book, is no vehicles.
1: I'm aware of that. I, I <laughs> actually read that after seeing, because I, I thought that you could take armoured cars. I think in the, um, so if anyone hasn't played Bolt Action, Bolt Action has um sort of a force organisation chart where you can choose certain models, certain slots, and some of the light tanks are uh, a sort of quote-unquote armoured car. And when I first skimmed through it, I thought, oh yeah, I can take that tank as an armoured car slot. Turns out, that <laughs> isn't a thing. So, uh, yeah, so my first painter model isn't actually going to be usable until I think, like, Mission 4. So-, <laughs> 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 so it might be a little while till I can actually use that. Um, but yeah, I'll print off some, you know, I'll get some French... Oh, to be fair, I might look at the... Um, the I think Warlord Games have just brought out a French kit, actually. So they have a they
0: start have set, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I might have a little look at that, because I do really like all the Warlord models. Um, hmm. I know there's the um, the other ones that are quite good are the game, War Games Atlantic ones too. Um, yeah. They look they they're quite nice, but I think the Warlord ones have just got that little bit of character. It's almost that kind of Perry Twins' s character that I I really enjoy yeah. that. You know the the proportions aren't quite right, but <laughs> yeah. it it kind of adds to the I think that really adds to kind of the the charm of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I might I might get some of those get those painted up. So to be well, fair,
0: I, I said goes. a starter set for the French, but the the Warlord Games box sets the you know the cost of a starter set, but you're essentially getting a whole whole army in in the box set really. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, and, yeah. and ev- every now and again, if you order directly, you'll get a little treat in your order as well. As I've found,
1: enjoy a little treat from Warlord Games, A little spare sprue you get. Because
0: so, uh, I I ordered some of the and motorcycles for my um, German here and um, they put in a free uh, sprue of uh US Airborne. So um yeah that'd be handy when we come round to doing maybe some of the Italian campaign or you know even like D Day sort of uh era stuff. Mm. Um but yeah I just thought yeah you know, quite a nice little you know thanks for shopping with us is here's, here's a random three sprue of stuff.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: I suppose that brings us on, actually, quite well into the subject of what's new currently. So, you yeah. might as well start with the Warlord Games French, because I haven't actually really looked at those, to be honest. I have saw an advert for them, and that was about as far as it went. So, I'm going to go on the Warlord Games store now and uh, have a little look. Oh, yeah, the French. It's oh, not that new, is it? Or is it? Am
2: I wrong it?
0: I'm pretty sure that there was yeah. they said there was a I'm new sure, right,
2: sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: which maybe. one are you looking at are you looking at the the French starter oh, army i yeah
1: looking at army. the French starter army that that's mm, maybe it army.
0: might it might be the ah, the French army. infantry
1: army that's the ones yeah, yeah there we go <laughs> Yeah, ah. that's nice no, no the starter army is new as well actually I think I think it's, cause it's got the infantry pack in it, um,
0: yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: But yeah, no, those those do actually look really nice. So... That's a nice...
0: The, the the French Star Army set, it, it looks like quite a nice rounded set as well because obviously you've got, got your tank in there and then you've got some team mm. weapons as well, as obviously the infantry.
1: Yeah, I think it pretty much switches out the old French Star Army because that used to come with the metal infantry, do not it? I so think you've still got... Mm. Is that the Char B1, the tank? Yeah, um, yeah. so I think you used to get that, and then you got the weapons teams, then it was metal metal infantry with that. And I I mean, I do like the male infantry. Those plastic ones are lovely. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, by the way, and you're thinking, you're just shouting, this came out ages ago, you're a moron. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair shout. You know, that's, that's ideal. Um, we'll give you some contact details at the end. You can send us a piece, it'd be great. So I might send you a meme back if you're lucky. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh anyway that's that's the or french I mean, they look great so meanwhile on the the games workshop side of the fence um we've had quite a few things haven't we had the yeah. thousand sons praetor that is uh which is sexy model yeah that is a really nice model
0: i, I really love the Plymouth staff yeah. thing he's holding as well yeah. it's very uh Lord of the Rings, isn't mm. it? <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry, I said pray. He's not, he's actually a librarian, isn't he? It's yeah, like, but yeah, really. Yeah, it could be anything, couldn't it? Any, any of the consoles, it could be an armistice, He could be hold, that, could be a las cannon, <laughs> <laughs> a delicious precision fire las cannon. <laughs> <laughs> mm
0: to haunt your nightmares. <laughs> yeah,
1: but Yeah, even that bare head as well. That bare head's lovely, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I was I, thinking
2: that.
1: I, I don't know if they Obviously, there's probably a few different sculptors, but I think all the bare heads Forge World have made like in the last couple of years are so good. Mm. It's yeah. kind of... It's almost like they go, oh, yeah, the plastic kit heads are okay, but if you move over to the resin side of things, you could have this, and it's like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, I don't really like putting bare heads, my Marines, but um, they do look really
0: nice. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. I kind of think, you know, if you, especially, I know people do it for, obviously, for like sergeants and characters and stuff, but I do kind of think, like, surely they're leaders and would be more intelligent to go, yes, I'm better off with a helmet in this battle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, with thousand of them, is hubris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I can't possibly be shot. I'm far too powerful
0: <laughs> with and my like, helmet on. How will they see how smug I look? <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. How will they know he's better than them if he's not? If he's like wearing a helmet, it's just not going to happen, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, um, no. Yeah. And then the other sexy thing is those assault marines, mm. which are very yes. nice. The Mark Six assault squad, which in my opinion is a really nice kit. I've seen quite a lot of people moaning about it. To be honest.
0: I've only really seen people moaning about the supposed price point. Yeah, it's supposed um,
1: to be... Is it £38? It's supposed to be?
0: I heard £42. Oh, £42. Might, might be, but... Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's I, Games Workshop though, so you're kind, of, mm. kind of expecting it to be yeah. a lot, but then I do see the, the whole argument that, well, I, for pretty much the same price, I can get 20 tacticals, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, it's it's the sprue space as well,
1: though, isn't it? Because I mean, you're looking at, yeah. I mean, those jump packs are going to take up probably as much space as Marine on the sprue. Um, then yeah. we're obviously looking at, you know, they've all got a combat shield as well. And, oh, is is
0: it definite that they're going to have? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Every model comes with a combat shield. Oh, okay, that's quite all good. good. Yes, yeah, so that's that's pretty good. And then you've got the. um You've got the assault sprue. I there's not actually any pictures of the assault sprue, has there? Well, then, don't know well, I say assault sprue. I'm assuming it's going to be on the actual sprue. But the um the left-handed lightning claw is um, sorry, right As uh, the right-hand lightning claw or the left handed lightning claw is new because it one of them's from the original the current Marxist yeah. Right, isn't it? Um, but the other one's uh one that's unique to that box. Yeah. Um, I that, think, think it's good. the left hand one that's new, but I think it yeah. is, yeah, because they yeah, I think the but anyway, yeah, that's that's quite um, that's really cool, you know, having that. Um, but obviously, that's going to take up more space on the sprue, and they're not going to sell as probably as many of them as they are tactical marines. I mean, close, but you know, it's the price point. You'd probably think a bit high. But to be honest, I think yeah, I think especially compared to what you'd be paying anyway for resin marine, um, for resin assault marines from Forge World. Yeah, you know, that and they've got more options. I know the poses are the same. I know not the same. Sorry, they're they're limited. You know, they're they're five poses. Um but I suspect all the arms are probably interchangeable because the same with the Mark Six tacticals as you you can obviously change them all over, you know, you just yeah. have to cut little nibs off and you can compose pose them how you like. So no, I think I think it's a really good kit. I mean, even you know, if it's you say you heard forty or forty two. Forty two mm-hmm. I heard. 42, yeah. yeah, I suppose forty two is a couple of quid cheap in the tactical squad, isn't it? Um but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think that's too bad. It's a shame there's no power weapons in it. I know there's mm-hmm. There's a bit of like oh there's no power weapons. And it is a bit of a shame. This obviously means you know you're you're just building dudes with chainsaws. I mean, but it's not hard to get hold of power weapons. Yeah. I mean you can get well, them considered, they... they're in other yeah, go on, sorry.
0: You can say, although looking at some the pictures um Wimer Community uh article, there's there are a few modelled there with like power swords and power axes and stuff. So but I don't know if that's just added on just for these piketeers or uh, if I they think are the
1: swords. So the swords on the on the Blood Angel and on the uh, the swords on somebody else. And there I just had a picture up. Swords on the oh, they're Blood Angels too, actually. Um, the swords on both the Blood Angel units. They've the got Dark they're Angels. from oh yeah, and the Dark Angels. Yeah, they're from the, the Mark Six Command Sprue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, you, I assume you'll get two of those in the box because I guess you'll get two Quanspries. Um, so you did a bit of the tactical squad, didn't you? Um, mm. so or two per ten anyway. Um, so I'm assuming you'll get those, and then yeah, the power axes. I suppose you know you don't get any power axes, don't get any power glaives, don't get any power mauls. Um, yeah, I, I guess that will come out when I know on the the lead, not the leak. Sorry, the um the previewed release dates. They had a melee weapon kit for next year, I think, didn't they? Oh, okay. So I'm assuming that will contain enough melee weapons to get them all out, and then that'll also be to get outside, you know, get the tactical squads if you've got to build sort of veterans or that sort of thing. Mm. Um, or despoilers, because there still isn't I and mean, there still isn't actually a you know a, a despoiler kit yet, is there?
0: No, but they did release that little Yeah, <laughs> didn't yeah that, didn't they, pack, yeah. that yeah. you could yeah. use to convert your infantry, uh, tactical <clears> marines. <throat> Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's, I guess
1: that's what you're going to have to use to tide yourself over for now. You know, if yeah. you want to maybe put heavy chainsaws in the assault squad as well, you get, get that pack. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I mean, that's, I would, I would assume that's going to be replaced with a pasta kit at some point, but it's getting around to it, isn't it? You know, they've only got so much yeah. production space. And at the end of the day, I think it's more important to have assault marines and the spoilers out than just ta- have ta- sorry, assault marines and tacticals so and just get spoilers. And you know, there are there are ways to cow the spoiler squad as say if you you know you can go on eBay or you can find a 3D printer and they can do you a very reasonable set of melee arms. So Mm -hmm. it's not particularly difficult, you know, get your get your tactical squad and get them built. Definitely. Um, Yeah, but no, I'm anyway, moving back to the assault squad. Um, yeah, no, I'm I think they're really nice. I mean, I I didn't actually like those Mark Six jump packs that much, but having seen them more I am, you know, I do think they look really nice. I, I still really like the look of the Mark Seven packs on the Mark Six Marines. I think that fits them really well. Um, but I think they both look good. You know, this this sort of more it's a more sort of sleek design, isn't it? It's almost yeah. it's kind of a mixture between the Mark Seven and the original Rogue Trader one, isn't it? Hmm. So it's got yeah. that kind of I think it it fits the Mark Six <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I like it. It's um yeah, I think I'll I think I'll think get a box of these. I'm not really sure what for yet, but I think, <laughs> I think I'll think i get a box, and I'll uh, you know,
0: I'll probably, yeah. put them, I'll probably put them in the
1: White Scars, I think.
0: I think I kind of have to get some for my uh, Night Lords, really. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, every game I take my tacticals, they, they go and set an objective, and they don't really do anything else, and the rest of my army's doing all the work. I think at least if I've got some assault marines, they can jump in and Join the fun, sort of thing, yeah, yeah. maybe. That's yeah. the
1: best unit in the game.
0: I well, think. yes, yes, and the but they're thing. still power armor. Come on. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I think yeah, you might you might be overestimating what the soul score can do. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but no, no, they'll be really cool. I think they'll look really good, painted for night lords, like some Flake flash as well. Oh yeah, That'll really nice. be really awesome. But no, I think yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward to those coming out. So I think they're a really nice looking kit. Yeah.
0: I I think as well like you know people have have grumbles and stuff I think you know number one it's another thing that that's been released that shows ongoing support for Heresy mm. as a game which you know is, is obviously a good sign yeah you know, oh sorry I forgot Heresy's dead um and then <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. uh, and then uh, also as well like you yeah, know, like you're saying about saying about the price points and people having a bit of a grumble about that like yeah okay it's not ideal obviously everybody would want everything cheaper if they could do but i suppose if you look back at the old portal resin assault marines actually it's not that bad a deal <laughs> what well, is it
1: yeah i mean it's still i think it's still less than a a little bit less than half the price that it would be to buy a a world assault squad isn't it and then you get all the bits and as well so you bought the Fort assault squad you just get five dudes you know you don't get any sergeant bits you don't get any you know any Kind of up, upgrade parts, whereas these you get all your boarding shields. Because before, you're not the you know, boarding shields, your combat shields, you know, even before you'd be paying like, you know, to get boarding shields for 10 assault marines, you'd be paying another sort of 10 quid, wouldn't you? Mm. So yeah, it all, I, you know, I think it's pretty, pretty sweet. Like, I'd have, you know, I was sort of hoping they might be like Mark 5 or Mark 2. <laughs> I knew they weren't going to be, but... <laughs> but they had that little hope that I was like, Please, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we see some some plastic Mark V, Mark two in the future. Well, I, Is that, I, that really nice?
0: I, I think, think. I mean, I think it's really. going to happen. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's gonna eventually. I was going to say, yeah, I think as, as long as yeah you know, the the support from the yeah you know, the players continues for for Heresy, I could see them easily doing it. like that. They, yeah, you know, they've already shown that they're happy to go back and redo older sets because you know they've obviously re-released the mark three um armor the tactical squads you know in the the new style but, you know didn't really have to do that if they were you know adamant that everything was going to be mark six going forward so you know it, it could easily see them going back and doing you know redoing all of the currently available marks and, and then going back and doing a bit more in you know like mark five and mark two which is a bit, you know, lesser seen, I suppose. Yeah, I think that covers off the uh, assault marines, anyway. Yeah. Um, so were other other news that piqued yeah, my oh yeah. interest. Oh yeah. Um, going over to one of our other loved games. Um the old original Warhammer, uh, and uh yes old world which uh i know you're still a bit tentative about
2: yeah i mean
1: to be honest i mean everything i've seen for it so far i mean especially the um you know the combat and yeah everything just looks really good apart from i'm just a little bit tense about magic really yeah so obviously the last one's been the morale phase um and or not the morale phase necessarily, just the morale part of it. Um, yeah. but that's I I really like that because you know it means you. Oh. Sorry, I just just got a message through. Um, yeah, if um, yeah, no, I, I think I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's really good. Like I like that. You know, I like that you, you you don't need steadfast anymore because the way they've done it, which is good, so you don't have that kind of all or nothing feel. Like you you can still win a combat when you do some damage. But you're still not going to be just crushing a large unit in one go. Yeah. Um, Which was the issue you got in sort of sixth, you know, where you just had, oh, I've won the combat. I'm going to wipe this 50-man unit. So, cool. So, you know, it looks like that's that's no longer a thing. Um, So that, yeah, like, I think it's a really good way of doing it, really. You know, you've got that kind of, you still have that kind of feeling of a bit of a grind. Yeah. Fighting a unit down. It does make me sort of wonder that maybe if you're, if you're going to have units with sort of high leadership, like say they have got leadership 10 unit, and then to break it and actually run it down, you have to roll, re- you know, they have to be really unlucky. So that mm-hmm. might be an interesting point, you know, when you've got, so say you've got like a big, I don't know, like a 50 man unit or something, and they've got a, um, I think it's leadership ten. It's mainly, it's the elf leaders, isn't it? Yeah. And if you've got kind <laughs> of a, you know, if you've got kind of an elf lord in there, and he's like, "I'm leadership 10, so we're going nowhere. So, especially if there's a way to get a reroll out of that, you know, if the BSB still gives you a reroll, if he's ten rerollable, to actually break him, and otherwise he's just going to fall back in good order. That might end up in a little mm. bit of a grind, but I, I would assume they've probably worked something out that that changes that. I suppose yeah. then, you know, I wonder if maybe there's going to be some modifiers to base leadership somewhere.
0: Yeah, possibly. But I, I suppose the other thing as well is that obviously we've only seen like a, a snapshot of of the rules. Um, and I'm wondering if maybe there'll also be um downsides to being pushed back into something, perhaps they so like get pushed back into another unit or you know does the unit take damage cuz they're getting all squished in you know sort of thing or if if the person sort of does the fall back in good order and but the units overhanging the table edge are they are they just going to be gone maybe um so yeah there's quite quite a lot of room for hmm. additional you know situations as well which might help with that sort of thing um yeah. Describing there, but um, yeah, I I I I agree with you so far. Like yeah, everything that I've seen that they've released rules wise, I I really like the look of. Um, I was, I was a little bit sort of uh, concerned about the the movement phase one that article that they released saying about how you can now have marching columns, and I think that sounds really cool, but at the same time. Is that going to be a real pain, like going, right, now, now I need to reform this massive unit of mm-hmm. <laughs> warriors that I've got because they're now in, you know, combat formation or, or whatever. You're telling me you didn't make movement trays that are
1: magnetised for every possible formation? Uh,
0: n- no.
1: I'm disgusted.
2: <laughs> <Can't believe me. laughs>
1: yeah, I, I wonder if maybe the marching column, there might be a little bit of, you know, just going, look, they're going to be there. Yeah, imagine they're there yeah. and i'll put them back next turn when they're reformed
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly. you know, I, could, I, I think that's probably how, how it might end up getting played but uh, you yeah, know there's no problems with that i don't think I, no. you know it's it, it's one of you know, you've always got to i think with any like rank and flank game you've always got to accept that there's going to be some little scenarios where you have to just go look that's what it is that's what i'm doing just you know, let's go with
2: as opposed <laughs> yeah. to having to put
1: every model exactly where they need to be. So, otherwise, you spend a lot of time moving
0: models around for no for no benefit. Well, yeah, and and I think that's the the key point, isn't it? At the end of the day, it is it is a mm. game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah so... exactly. So yeah, it should be pretty good. But as I say, I mean, I'm
1: you know everything I've seen for the old World so far, including the morale thing. I mean, obviously, as I say as I was just saying about hopefully there are some stuff that maybe changes your base leadership. Obviously, terror is minus one to your your unit mm. leadership. So and that's really cool. I like that because I think terror in Eighth Edition doesn't. I mean, it's good, but it, it's a bit. I don't know. It, can, it sometimes seems a little bit all or nothing. If you know you char- you do your charge, the enemies break, and you're like, great excellent i broke the unit and now i might you know i can redirect sort of thing whereas if you go into them that's it you know terror, the terror is done with you know parts of leadership yeah. is done and you're like oh okay this big scary dragon you know these goblins managed to roll a double one now they're fine about it for the rest of the game <laughs> that's a bit <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it still causes fear but yeah it you know terror should be i like the idea that terror is pretty terror seems to be a bit more... yeah and being minus one to base leadership as well looks like there are some things that will affect base leadership, so you won't have that leadership turn out rerolling and keeping his unit there all the time. You know, probably some things to do a minus one to your base. And maybe stuff like being charged in the flank or when you're already engaged might do it. Or perhaps yeah. being, you know, there might be something maybe with, I don't know, maybe if the combat goes on, you're minus one as the combat goes on. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, every, everything I've seen so far, I really like. It all looks really good. It's just the magic. I'm tentative <laughs> about yeah. not having a magic phase. Is it's weird? it <laughs> feels unnatural Yeah, like I really enjoy the magic phase in in Eighth Edition, um, because it's it's got that. I it's a great leveler. You know, it's it's kind of a mini game in itself. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, you know, if you if you play that mini game badly, <laughs> you can go get really far behind. Or if you play it well, you can pull ahead. Where otherwise, you might be getting just absolutely crushed.
0: Yeah, it, and and it also adds sort of like almost like a poker esque element to it as well because yeah, like, am I going to bluff you with this spell and you use yeah. all of your dispel dice or or are you going to read it well and actually save it for this horrible spell that I've got lined up next?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it, yeah, especially if you're playing um closed lists as well, so you're not sure if you know if they've got the dispel scroll. Not yeah. sure they've got Power Stone, because you might spaff for your Dispel Scroll on you know, someone's six dice as a spell. They don't get a Resistible Force. Uh, and you're like, yeah, cool, I'll just Dispel Scroll that. Great. And they've got two dice left. And then they're suddenly like, ah, oh, Power Stone! <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, no!
0: <laughs> Bamboozled again. That's that's it,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, So that's, yeah, I, I, I like that aspect of Magic Face. So to see that go is, that's going to be a bit of a shame, but I'm hoping it's not just you roll two dice and add your cast value. You know that that will be. Sorry, no, you add your um your wizard level. I think that'll be a really you know if it, if it's like heresy sort of thing where it's just roll two dice. Obviously, no heresy. Roll two dice. into leadership. um But if this is two dice plus level, if you get it, you cast double ones are a perils. Um, the ones are a miscast. double six are resistible. If that's mm. all it is, then I think that'll be a little bit boring. Definitely take a lot of the. A lot of the enjoyment out of out of fantasy as a whole, Um, but you know, as I say, everything else seems to be brilliant. So I've got I've got faith in the game design (laughs) that it's there's something that you know we've just not seen yet. And then next Monday they'll be like, "Here's how magic works," and it'll actually be fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, why didn't they think of this before? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, because everything else just sounds brilliant. It just sounds like they've combined every part of all of. You know the good bits of every edition and mm. add them together. So to to do all that and then to fail on the ma- on
0: the magic seems. Yeah. Um... So so what you're saying really is that whether this is the best edition of Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy all hinges on Monday. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That is exactly it.
0: Brilliant.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. So. But I mean, at the end of the day, even if it's somehow it's not good and the magic ruins the entire game, which I don't think it will, but yeah. if <laughs> somehow it does, uh, old world coming out still good. Yeah, it's still good. It means gonna be more people getting into fantasy. Um, yep. and the models are all gonna be available again, which is great. Yeah. So, yeah and yeah. I can buy more Bretonians without having to remortgage my house.
0: <laughs> yeah. To be fair, like the majority of the different, different armies from, uh, old world you know you're sort of having to spend a fair bit of money if you want the actual you know models so yeah that's definitely, a, yeah definitely a good thing for them uh, re-releasing all the models i did, i am a little bit sad that there's uh, a few of the factions are just going to have a day one release and yeah, that's yeah. of rules and that's it. That's a
1: little bit sad. Um, it is, but I suppose it's better to do that than to have either no rules or to be like, we're going to have a book for them at some point, maybe, yeah. and then you wait, nine to, you know, whatever it is, eight years or something. Because I suspect they're probably going to, you know, they'll give everyone rules on launch and eventually they'll bring stuff out with more with mm. more units. And, I, you know, I, I think they'd be silly not to do that. But they've only got certain, again, you know, it's a project that I'd imagine is, Got fairly limited budget and time allocated to it. Mm. Um, you know, I've I've heard things about how you know how much they're they're able to do, um, and, it it looks looks like, mm, and it just looks like they've you know they've it just seems like they've done a really good job. Fair. So yeah, I, I mean, if if the rules are this good, I I'd be surprised if you know the the PDF factions aren't that good. You know, I suspect they'll probably have pretty well written rules. Oh yeah, It's like, you're not going to get a book or updates for the foreseeable future. Um, But that's not the end of the world. Don't mind that. And I think, you know, as a community, you can always change rules over time. I mean, if you look at the, you know, the support sort of um, 8th edition fantasy's got over the years. I mean, if you look at Horus Heresy as well, you know, loads of stuff got sort of updated by, you know, by fans over the years because things weren't getting released. Mm -hmm. Um, And with what, you know, with, um, uh warhammer 8th you had all the all the um the warhammer armies project books and they're really yeah. good you know like um they're fantastic i mean it's a bit of a shame actually so like, i know that games workshop gave him a cease and desist order after years of him making all this stuff when they started bringing fantasy about it, they gave him a cease and desist and got him to take down all the books mm. which is i mean that's you know it's it's classic all- GW classic really. gw yeah at least sort of bad taste in your mouth that, really, doesn't it um You know, so for for, you know, for them to say, "Oh yeah, okay, you've been supporting it, but now we're going to release our own thing." That's you know, nothing with that. But then to actually (laughs) suddenly (laughs) pop up and be like, "We've got to defend our IP." I mean, I've I I believe the way IP laws work that you kind of have to do that. Otherwise, if you don't, it gives precedent for other people to sort of steal the IP. So, I guess maybe that's the reason. But yeah, it kind of does leave a bit of bad taste in mouth. But anyway, um, you know, I think if they don't update those factions. Then rules will come out for them and at events and at you know event yeah events and games people will say well look <laughs> can can we use these rules um just so I can play my army people, yeah great like I think people like maybe like the Vampire Coast yeah um you'll get that you know I suspect the I suspect a a definitely not old world version of the hobby's project will appear um all <laughs> with. Yeah. Uncopyrightable names, of course, it will just be like the Dead Pirates of the Seas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm I, I assuming we'll see we'll see rules for them. So maybe the um, the Halflings, Albion, and then yeah, Vampire Coast. I think they're pretty the main three, aren't they? They don't really have any coverage. Maybe talia as well and Dogs of War. Mm. They don't get anything. so I think Chaos Dwarfs are going to get rules, aren't they? On release, which is good. Yeah, I, I mean that would, that would be fantastic. I mean, if we got a. a, a, a Full Chaos Dwarf army list, That'd be brilliant because Chaos Dwarfs haven't had a full army list for years, have they? I think maybe at the start of six, think they got one in Ravening Hordes, mm. and that was probably the last time. Because the one in the in Tamakhan, it was really good, but it was only it wasn't a full list. It was kind of like an outpost. And then it's supposed to be that. Uh, well, I, I think anyway, it's supposed to be that the next book was supposed to have a full list of Chaos Dwarfs, and then it's never came out. Um, but their their list is very anemic in outfishing. Like it's, yeah. It's,
0: there's not many units in there. It may be that there was going to be a army for the you know army book for them in in eighth, but then they sort of went yeah well uh, end time, So <laughs> that's <laughs> what I not. mean. Yeah, I think I think there was going to be an, a full army for them coming out with Forge
1: World later down the line. It just never happened. Yeah, they cancelled all the Forge stuff, which is a shame, really, because those Chaos models, those cursed Dwarf models, were lovely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, if we saw, you know, if they obviously do a PDF version and it's to cover all of the models, because, you know, it looks like the the old world is sort of covering, you know, they're trying to take the best bits from every game, aren't they? So, yeah, if they kind of go, well, look, 5th edition and what have you had, Chaos Dwarfs, there's models for them, or there used to be models for them, here's rules, that'd be great. You know, like yeah. if you could play an entire Karastorv army, like because at the moment, I mean, they're atheist. They don't have a lord level leader. They have just got the Sorcerer Prophet. All oh, right, which is really weird. Like, oh, I mean, he's obviously he's a lord level character, but he's not. You know, they don't have kind of a like a you know like a warlord kind of leader. Yeah, like the Sorcerer Prophet's the only le- the the only lord character, and obviously the um I can't remember what the special character guy's called now. Drazoth, I think he's lord level. But yeah, but then you've got the Castellan in Hero, so it's kind of, you don't have that, you know, there's there's not a, a beefy guy with a big hat to lead your army. <laughs> yeah. um, and hopefully, I mean, if they do do an On for Chaos Dwarfs, that guy better a really big hat. <laughs> <laughs> like a really big yeah. hat.
0: It, it'd be, it, hopefully, my, 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 my little hope is that when it gets, everyone will love it. It'll be a really good game. You'll get laser support, and then GW go. Okay, well, yeah, all right. We'll maybe assign a bit more resources to get this really going, um, and then maybe we'll see some of these PDF only armies maybe coming back in, maybe like campaign books or something like that. Yeah, um, that's- that'd be that'd be quite cool.
1: Yeah, I th- I, th- I reckon that's what will probably happen eventually. Yeah. Is that what never, I mean?
0: never say never.
1: Yeah. Well, that was a a long. A longer uh, tangent there, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: so pretty much, yeah. Old world got a new, uh, <laughs> old world got got a new, uh, a new reveal. This for psychology, pretty much. So yeah. just showing showing how morale works in the old world, yeah. and it looks pretty good. It's yeah. by the sounds of it, it's pretty similar to the way eighth edition psychology works,
0: just with a few nice little so, tweaks that seem to. Yeah, I, th- I think it really makes sense, and I completely mirror what you were saying about the um, changes to the terror. I, th- I think that's, yeah, it gives it a bit more oomph.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, if you're fighting a dragon, it should be pretty scary. You should be more likely to be like, actually, nah, let's get out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> than if you're fighting, yeah. You know, I know, zo- you know, zombies, might cause fear, but a dragon should be a lot scarier than that. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I like that. And it looks like it's all, I mean, it's got all the classic psychological effects are back fear, terror, stupidity, animosity, frenzy, unbreakable stubborn hatred. So, yeah, it looks like, you know, I suspect all of them are going to work the same as they do now. Maybe stupidity be a little bit different, but probably not far off. Yeah.
0: Lovely. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that sort of covers off quite a lot of the little recently news bits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's.
1: It's
0: oh, yeah. epic as well. Oh yeah. yeah! How could you forget Epic, Dave? I, that's that's the I thing. Mean, like, it's, when it's they first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they first said about yeah, you know, Epic coming out and everything, I was so behind it. Like, real idea of having like all the different scales. Like in one battle, so you've got you know you've got your tanks and your space marines, but you've also got your massive titans and stuff, and then yeah, you know, your planes and all of that. You know, I I just really love that like the the sort of kind of cinematic feel of of having this whole scope of war rather than just, you know, space marine sized models if if that makes sense. So I was really behind it when they first announced it. And then you know, as as time went on and it dragged on a bit more and a bit more and and then it was like, Oh, but old world <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and it kind kind of stole my enthusiasm a bit. Like, I'll, I'll definitely be getting into Epic at some point, but probably not until after Old World's been released. For me, anyway. You have any thoughts mm-hmm. on
1: that? I mean, I'm to be honest, I was never that keen for it anyway. I sort of looked, at it. I go, yeah, it's cool. It look, it's one of those things that looks cool, but I don't really want to play it that much. More. Oh. I think the scales the scale for me is a little bit it's kind of too much, if you know what I mean. Like I don't know, I I like I I think I, I quite like the I like twenty eight mil gamings, so you can sort of get I don't know, you you can kind of get behind the models, you can see what they're all doing, they've got a lot of character to them. Mm. Whereas I think size epic is, or Legions Imperialis, <laughs> it's um it's a little bit too abstract for me, I think. Especially mm-hmm. I've watched a couple of YouTubers doing doing games. Um, and it doesn't I mean, it has doesn't really grip me. It looks very abstract. It's uh it, it seems quite tactical, but it's it doesn't seem to it sort of reminds me in a way kind of how Kings of War is. Where not not in the same, you know, not played in the same way of Kings of War, but in this the same kind of the abstractness where you've got, you know, the obviously the profiles are fairly simple to make sure that everything works. Yeah. Um, and you just, you know, you roll dice, you remove some units, but it doesn't, I, I don't know, it didn't rip me as much as uh, something like Heresy or Warhammer Fantasy does. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll play it if, as I, you know, I've said to quite a few people, I said, yeah. I'll, I'll play it if I see people with painted armies, <laughs> but yeah. I don't think there's going to be any
0: that's
1: the, the test yeah exactly yeah I, th- I think a lot of people will maybe buy the box set and then it will sit on the sit on the shelf maybe get painted maybe maybe get played once yeah
0: did, did you because you weren't really into the um titanicus no
1: titanicus is, yeah titanicus i mean that Titanicus is almost the opposite of fun enough because it's it's very deep isn't it mm. um and again, I like I like the look of the models. You know, it looks really cool set up on the table, but yeah, it just didn't. I don't know, didn't really do it for me. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. I'd be,
0: it, yeah. be interested to see sort of you know maybe people that were, who have Titanicus as maybe like their more of their main mm-hmm. game. It I'd be interested to see sort of their thoughts on it. Maybe um, you know.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a very different game, Titanicus, because as I say, it's very. It's quite an abstract game, by the looks of things, anyway. It's about, kind of, you know, each unit doesn't matter that much because that big hole, whereas Titanicus is the sort of, the, the few models where you've got all the control over them, you've got the heat control, yeah. all that sort of thing. I mean, Titanicus, yeah, I'd say it's it's a really good game. Yeah. Um, really good game, really well designed. Yeah, so, a- yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope Titanicus still gets support, really.
0: Yeah, I can't see they're gonna drop it. To be fair, because but, but, they yeah you know, they're gonna still need all of the the models and everything for it. So, so they're obviously cross cross compatible. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, but I hope it still gets support with rules and whatever you.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: yeah, yeah if it, I know if it does if it doesn't, it's gonna be a list. Yeah, a little bit of shame, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Because it's a good game and it fits a, a niche that. I don't think many other games really have, do they? So I suppose maybe no. Biotech.
2: I'm,
0: I'm yeah, already... I was going to say. I think that's the probably the only other sort of big, big robots, mm. knock, lo- knocking lumps out of each other, sort of uh, tabletop game. Really, I think. I'm sure there's a, a few other, and people probably be screaming at. The, what about this game? <laughs> Fucking moron! <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There yeah. we go. No, but yeah, that's that's.
1: Yeah, Legion is Imperialis, I suppose. I mean, if, yeah, I, I you know, so it'd be cool to see if, it, if anyone that we know gets it, um, and if there's going to be events for it as well. I think if there's events for it, that might that might sort of make people a little more keen for it. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I guess think
1: maybe it's... if, like, yeah, maybe like Reigns and the Warp do like an event for it. I could see that sort of drawing a lot of people in. Or maybe having it run alongside Heresy, perhaps? Sort of similar to how mm. they've done events with Titanicus where you kind of, you know, maybe the Legionaries Imperialis games can affect the the Heresy games in some way. Um, yeah, yeah I cool. don't know. Like I'd, yeah, i say it looks really cool. The models look really cool. I have seen, there's been a, a lot of stuff on Instagram about the quality of the tactical rings, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I don't I'd, know, if, I'd, I'd I don't know if, if if that's...
1: Yeah, if it's sort of overblown or not. Because yeah, they, they are really yeah. tiny, aren't they? So it's... But,
0: yeah, I... I, I... Yeah went into a GW recently and um was chatting to the manager about Mm. about it and um he gave me a little sneak preview of um a few of the units that he's been working on ready for yeah when it does release Mm. um and obviously you know being store manager he's quite a talented uh painter anyway but so yeah they're gonna look look good anyway but even still I, i was quite surprised at how you know, much detail they are made, able to get onto something so blooming small mm. um so yeah, yeah. I, I, seeing them in in the flesh i could you know and yeah i wasn't there with a magnifying glass you know getting looking under you know each angle sort of thing but you know just looking at them you know fairly close up i thought they looked brilliant um yeah, and I think yeah.
1: that's it's, you know, it's it's easy to look at something under a magnifying glass and zoom in on the camera and go, oh, it's fucking shit. But really, when you actually see it on the board, and also there's so many of them as well, like, yeah. you know, if you've got like 60 tactical marines like rolling around, it's just a tiny part of your army, isn't it? And you're not going to yeah. be there going, oh, that tactical marines arm is meshed into his bowler because they're not there to be painted for... They're not display models, are they?
2: They're no. there
1: to, to play a game <laughs> with. You know, you're not going to paint... Like, yeah, well, I mean, you could, I suppose, you could probably spend 30 hours paying one of the predators or something. But I don't think they're, just, they're really designed for that, are they? And at this yeah. scale, I mean, you don't see models better than this, do you, really?
0: No, you know, it, I, don't, I thought they looked, they looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. then, yeah, like, that, yeah, like that, I'm, that I'm looking, at, I'm looking a, at
1: one now on the preview page, or on the news page for the pre-orders. And there's one of the tactical squads is turned in such a way that you can see the bolter like where it's where it sort of meshes into his arm and yeah. it does it does look kind of bad like it's it's kind of just a, a block like a solid block, so it's, yeah. like it's got a massive like box magazine inside of it, or something um so that's that's the thing, but yeah, I don't know I think don't think would as much of an issue as it's being made out to be, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I I think when you're looking at um, you know, a picture of a unit, obviously it's going to be a close up because they're not going to do a a tiny little picture for their article, are they? Um, but I think yeah. you know, when you've got them painted up and you've got them on the board with you know tanks and other squads and blooming I mean, titans, um, you know they, they, these small little irregularities in in the in the models, I I don't really think they're going to notice that much from you know, two, three foot away. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's
1: it, yeah. No, I, I think it's, yeah, I, I think you're going to look really good on the board. Um, yeah. But as I say, it's going to be if, how many people actually play it, that's that's the thing. Yeah. So maybe I'll be in, hum, you know, I'll be in a year's time, I'll be like balls deep in ethics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Best game ever, mate. <laughs> Dropped every other gaming system. That's it, yeah, Imperialis which, is just yeah.
1: it. Sold everything. <laughs> it's Imperialis or die now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. No, it'd be cool to see where it goes, and if they bring out more models and stuff. I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be. A... It seems like they've got a lot of stuff to bring out for it, so they've obviously put a lot of effort into it.
0: Yeah, well, they've obviously got to bring out everything that they've got for heresy, really. Mm. Right. Yeah, are, are you. Any any other news bits that you've heard of? I think that's it. Yeah, so? I think
1: yeah. that's it from my from my end. Yeah. So yeah, same so for me. What what have you been painting then? Well, uh, well, as other than well the Germans,
0: yes, the Germans. Yeah, they're they're currently on my painting desk. I've got a few infantry squads and uh, my little motorcycle gang, and then um, I I bought um in, I think it's they're called the Blitzkrieg support set, and it's uh, got you know. Machine gun team and uh, mortar team and stuff. And they've also got a command team in there. And there is one model, which is the, you know, you can use as a lieutenant or, you know, first or second lieutenant for it. And he just looks like your classic villain. You know, he's he's got his his, trench coat on with his arms crossed behind his back. He's got a flap cap and a a massive monocle. And, (laughs) you know, and it's just like, yes. fantastic <laughs> um, so yeah so I've been, been working on them and um, I've also been doing a bit of work on my ultramarines as well for heresy um, oh, nice. yeah I've been working well I've kind of been sort of doing a bit on one unit and then stopping and doing another bit on another unit so I've got um, two guys to flesh out a command squad that are almost done, I've just got to do the Panel lining and weathering on them really, um, and then I've got a veteran squad that's probably about a third done. A nemesis destroyer squad that's about a third done, um, and then I started building a Castroferum dreadnought as well because Boxnought was just all double, double as my yeah, 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 boy. <laughs> um, just to ruin <laughs> he's someone's like the day. The hero we
1: want is the hero we need.
0: Exactly. Um, i am also um, got a few other bits that I've found, so I'm putting together some uh, other options for arms. So I'm not going to obviously glue them in place so I can swap them out. So I can have double plasma cannon or I've got fists with flamer or multi-melter um, arm as well. So whatever the situation is, he's nice. there. Nice. What about yourself? Well, Dave. <laughs>
1: I mean fucking <laughs> shitloads. Um so see so I print like, what i so print wise so I've printed in the last couple of weeks um a load of questing knights for my Bretonians because I've they're the so I've got a pretty big Bretonian army. Yeah. Um that are actually all legit. But the I never got any quest in those and then because they were you know I, I just never got the metals and then they got redone resin quite early and obviously fine cast was utter crap and I was like I'm not buying that. <laughs> um and they wanted like a fortune from anywhere, I think it was fifty quid for like five in fine cast. so I was like, get fucked. Um and then obviously for a wobbly model. Yeah, it's like nah mate, yeah. 50 quid for like nine cent flash and maybe a model if you're lucky. <laughs> um but yeah, no, nah, so I was like, nah, I don't want that. Um so I just never got any because obviously, you know. They're like whatever a million pounds per model, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to print some. So I did. So I've Good got one, yeah, I've got a unit of printed ones. Um, I haven't actually painted them yet though. Which oh, is f- so I've I've played one game. I've broken my rule of never playing with unpainted stuff. Goodness, I know terrible, innit? Um, but it turns out they're pretty. I mean, I'm going to make them work. You know, they they're, they're going to work. But <laughs> apparently, they're the worst unit in Warhammer well, Fantasy. And uh, so bad that Ollie just told me to, he was like, don't use these fucking shit. And I was like, no, no, fine. And he was like, these are awful. Like, you know, where the person you're playing is telling you the unit you've got, awful. But like trying to help you out. Like, well, <laughs> oh, they can't be this bad. Like, no, no, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they look cool. So that's the main thing. So I'll get those. They're on, they're on the paint list. I'm printed another trebuchet as well. Um, I've oh, thought, wow, what about a second trebuchet? So I found an STL um, for pretty much, I mean, it's based like a bang on, like, it, you know, it looks like the, the OG trebuchet. So I've got the, yeah. one, the old metal one as well. Um, but I like, oh, thought it'd be cool to have a second trebuchet because I've never had two. Um, so I was like, oh, I could do another one. Uh, so, nice. you know, it's main is to kill, like, Adam Screaming Bell. It's the only way I can deal with uh, <laughs> it. Yeah. So if, you, if, if, if you've never played Warhammer Fantasy 8th Edition, the Screaming Bell is the most beautiful meme ever. <laughs> and when it's been a block of 50 storm vermin, it's just like, hmm, got to deal with that somehow, and like, I guess the only other option would be if I took a life wizard and did like Dwellers Below or something. Actually, no, to be fair, I've killed it with Kill and Blow, I think, on my Lord, for good old heroic yeah. Kill and Blow. But yeah, it's like, ah, two, two trebuchets, not quite, quite interesting. And I don't be yeah. like, what? what are you doing? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm printing, I'm printing the trebuchet with a crew, um, so that's all base coated as well. Um, and I, I did some stuff for the white scars as well. I think what did I, do? I can't think of what I did now. Um, oh no, so I got the um, I got obviously I got the legion studies battle force as well. The um, I was on the mark Three, and they call the battle group, so I got I've got that. and I built a couple of mark three marines as well, and those mark three marines are really nice. Yeah. Have you built any yet
0: or not? No, no, I haven't, I haven't I like they're well, ahead.
1: nice because like that, yeah, they're they're fucking sick, those they're a really nice plastic kit. Like they're they're, also, they're, this, they're all just, the poses are the same as the Mark Six, um, but they obviously all the arms can be swapped around. With that they've got loads of heads. Um, Those little spiky helmets as well. I know there's again there's a lot of division on those. They yeah. they do actually look really good. And the um, the the heavy weapons on them as well. They like go on like you know the the Mark Six weapons group, They just go back. They they go straight on. You put those little yeah. Greek attachments on there. You literally don't know. It's fucking well good. Um, but all the resins go on there as well. So I printed a load of them um, because I wanted to sort of see what they look like with the old Mark III heads. So I printed a load yeah. of the old Mark III heads. And they do look really good with those as well. So I'm going to like mix and match them. I built a couple with just some Sons of Horus extra bits. I'm doing a Sons of Horus Veteran Squad with some Bane Strike Bolters. Nice. So I did a couple of those as well. So I've got like a mix, mix of armor on those. Um, okay. so yeah, that, they, they come up pretty well as well. So I did that. But the main thing has been obviously finishing off the Imperial Army. Oh yeah. So I've now I actually just varnished some termites when I got back from work. So I i I've got to varnish them. So we have sat there covering covered in weathering powder. I was like, oh shit, if I move these, it's gonna collapse bro. <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah. So I warmed up the varnish, got into the shed, where it was all nice and warm, got those sprayed. So they're varnished up now. So all the boys are magnetized too. So I do I realise actually I need to put some gloss varnish on the got on the like the the glasses on my command squad. Because um, the command squad's got like so, the whole army is it's a rogue trader themed imperial yeah. army. The old necromundan spiders from the original rogue trader. Um, it's those. So I managed to find. So I printed. I print. So I bought the STLs at the start of the year when I was in New Zealand, and I'd seen them the year like I think I don't know in December or something um, last yeah. year. And I was like, oh, I might get those. And then I was in New Zealand and it was a day when it was just raining. And I, I don't know if you've been to New Zealand, but a day when it rains in New Zealand, nothing happens. There's nothing to do. Like, oh. it's definitely an outside place, you know, like a shitload, you know, it's great when you're out when the weather's good. But when it rains, you're just like, um, <laughs> so I was like, sat i like thinking about like, you know, what am I going to do when I get, you know, what am I going to do for my next, next army? Yeah. And I was like, I'm doing the Imperial Army. It's going to happen. And this yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. all the militia thing came out as well. So I was going to like proxy them with solar. Oh um, yeah. yeah. So I I bought the STLs. Um, and then so I got I went to so then went you know I was still in New Zealand. Then I was in Australia for um a couple of months, and then I came back and I was like, right, it's time. <laughs> so I printed printed three thousand points. Oh my lord! Oh <laughs> <laughs> blokes. Um, so and then they sat in a box for ages because then I had White Scars and Sons of Horus to do for like because I'd bought tickets to events and stuff and I was taking yeah. White Scars and Sons of Horus. Um, so I was like, well, got to get these done. Um, and then obviously I got back on the Bretonia train as well. So, <laughs> you know, that got in the way as well as it does.
0: It turns it out, pain- points of army yeah. there, but that, that, that must. That must be so much. It's, in it's, 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 some, it's some boys. <laughs> 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 so actually, it's a little
1: bit less than 3,000 because I haven't done the Land Raiders yet. I've got them all. So I've got all the plastic Land Raiders for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to put, like, there's a road Trader flags on them and stuff. Like, you know, like the old, so, like, you know, they had the old, like, the flags on the um, on the communication arrows and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to do all that for them, so that would look pretty cool. But, um yeah, so I actually thought, right, I'm going to get the boys painted. So I started painting them for Orphan's Hope next year. Oh, yeah. So made a start and then I did a couple of units and I was like, oh yeah, I'll eventually get around to this. Um but then drill fest came along. Delicious drill fest. So drill fest is a um so Greens and the Warp and the Merchant Princeton's podcast are doing a doubles event which is actually on this weekend. So I'm going with Aaron and we're taking so I was going to play Raven Guard originally for it. Um because we're gonna take all drills so every unit we've got is going to be in a termite um, yeah, cool. other than the two units that start on the table and hope they don't die for turn one <laughs> <laughs> because the subterranean assault right of war doesn't give you turn one uh, reserves like drop pod assault does or angel's wrath does Yeah, so you have to hope <laughs> <laughs> just pray for the best so you have to have something on the board that hides and is like please don't kill me turn one <laughs> And then hope their reserves turn up. So, yeah, so um, for my army, I've got, um, so obviously the militia rules are out now, so I'm playing them as militia, but I've tried to take the provinces that match them to being, like, the Imperial Army the most. Right. So I've got five squads of grenadiers, um, which are just ten men dudes. They're, like, sort of your competent soldier level dudes in the militia list so they're like you know they 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 seem you know, it's the profile that seems to match like a trained soldier the most yeah. um, like ideally I'll be able to take a, a unit of them without carapace armor but they have to have carapace armor so it is what it is it's got four up saves so mm-hmm. um, really? no right shocking four up save OP uh, so <laughs> so yeah so I've painted um, I've been finishing those so I'm painting 50 grenadiers so they're all done yeah um, so that is yeah Three units with plasma guns and three, uh, two units of metal guns, and the Obviously, it's, that's only two, you know, two metal guns per ten. The rest of us got glass carbines. Yeah. So, and then I've got a ten-man command squad with a banner, and every unit is in a termite. That's
2: just fantastic. <laughs> I <love>
1: yeah. It. <laughs> so, yeah. So we've got. Um. So I'll say I've, I had three. I've had three termites for ages, um, and then I've got the other three. Built those up. Got those painted. So yeah, so I finished painting the command squad because the banner took me ages. So and I sort of ran out of time a little bit. So I was going to do, so I I was going to freehand the whole thing, and then I ended up not getting as much time the last couple of weeks. I thought it was going to have us out quite a lot. So I was like, ah, to cheat and use some transfers.
0: That party lifestyle coming back to bite you. This
1: this is it. So yeah, so I've I've got the banner done now. So that's all finished. So I I had to use a couple of transfers and that to just to get it done. So, Um. But it's, it looks pretty good, so I'm gonna have to print. I have to print another banner at some point. Do that completely freehand. Yes, I don't know if you've seen. I, I've, did I, I've shown you the image of not I, that I wanted to you have, follow? Yes. Like, yeah. So there's a picture of the banner, and it's got what I call the goose emperor on it because it's. I'm assuming it's meant to be the emperor on it, but it's a dude with this really long neck and wings that <laughs> <laughs> just looks like a goose. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, need to do the goose emperor. So, um, so the next, the next banner I print. The next one I do will have the Goose Emperor on it. So for better <laughs> or worse, it'll be the Goose Emperor. Uh, but yeah, so they're all like, so they're all done now. So they and I built their cavissal last night as well. Cavissel oh, so power, all, all magnetised into their are ready exactly. to go. So I need to um, get them back out and just paint, put some gloss varnish on the glasses for the command squad. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're all done. So they're all all painted up and ready to go. So yeah, they've all got their Lovely. like their sort of zebra camo going on. That's as fantastic. as is tradition from Rogue Trader,
0: <laughs> and so yeah, that, um, what's your partner taking?
1: Uh, Aaron's taking his second legion, so he's doing oh, his um, yeah oh, the what, what, what orange is boys, yeah, yeah, the, the squid boys, yeah, yeah. So he's taking those. So he's I don't know what the actual list he's taking is. It's changed a few times. It's a mixture of Breachers and Tactical Marines. So he's actually oh, so obviously I'm playing like so I'm playing the fifty grenadiers in Termites, and then the ten. Come on, um, so to take that, the provenances are the uh what is it? It's the um warrior elite, so that lets you take the grenadiers as compulsory troops, right? And then uh, survivors of a dark age. So that's like the rogue trader one, if you know what I mean. Uh, so that lets you take nice. all, yeah, that's the one that lets you take all the kind of the vehicles they had in first edition. So you can take rhinos, lamb raiders, and termites as dedicated transport. Um, and they yeah. all gain third line, which means if you glance them, then they take a pen instead. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've done all that. So the termites, I've just, I've sort of sprayed them like a, they're sprayed like the mechanic standard gray and then painted up, um, done the metals, done the highlights, that sort of thing. Um, they've actually got like serial numbers written down the side of them, but you can't see them because I've covered them in oils and weathering powder. So they just look like they've come out of the ground, pretty much. Look like, you know, they're all covered in mud and, uh, yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's all done. So yeah, I'm sure there's something else i as well. But
0: I'm I'm kind yeah. of Looking back but... to that.
1: I'll oh, some Bretonians, actually. I think I did a couple more Bretonians. Nice. So yeah, been smashing it, mate.
0: But <laughs> as as always,
1: it's is it. Yeah, no rest.
0: The non-stop hobby train. That this is it the hobby train,
1: the hobby train <laughs> doesn't stop mate when you've got two 3d printers and then i've been at, I've, on the print side of things i've just been 3d printing stuff people so yeah print some demons i've printed a very large box of empire um, there is a
0: big. I wonder who that could be for.
1: I know, right? Yeah, for for our our resident Templar,
0: yeah. <laughs> our resident Milky Way enthusiast.
1: Yeah, Milky Way enthusiast Connor. Yeah, so I printed. Like I i a massive Empire army for Connor. So I've got I've got the cannons printing now. Actually, I've got printing the artillery crew tomorrow, uh, and then it's just some handgunners and then it's all done. Wow. So yeah, so then he's going to be painting that up, which be pretty cool get us ready for some getting into the, the warhammer fantasy so, so i've been pulling people right into fantasy re- recently actually
0: I, It hooked me quite easily <laughs> I know, yeah, i'm like a fantasy <laughs> i could print you some beastmen
1: that oh, wow. yeah that's it well exactly yeah it's like oh i could print you some beastmen so if you don't have a 3d printer currently anyone is listening and you're thinking oh yeah you know warhammer's expensive but i can't quite afford to buy a full army get a 3d printer it's worth yeah. it's worth the investment and the messing about to get it working because there will be times where you start and you think this was a terrible idea i hate myself i want to throw this and all the resin and maybe myself into the bin and burn it but nah, <laughs> no don't that's it's so good because the thing is like it's not it doesn't stop you buying games workshop because i see a lot of people say oh yeah well, it was fucking killing games workshop that's why the price is so high yeah. so well, it's not because if you didn't have a printer you just wouldn't be doing it anyway but yeah. With the printer, it means that you can buy the plastic kits and then you can customize them and pump them out and stuff. Yeah. You know, to, to build your army. Because I say, even with these, um, these rogue, you know, these, these Imperial Army dudes, I've printed them all because there's no Imperial Army models. And also, there's no Imperial Army list, which is bizarre. Like, I, I still feel mm. that's weird in Heresy. Yeah. Yes. There's never been a list for the Imperial Army because the militia definitely isn't the army. And they sort of go out of their way to say the militia isn't the army. Yeah. And then the solar is the elite, you know, they're they're kind of you're almost, you know, you're top of the range special forces, kind of the good guy, you know, the really well trained humans. Exactly. And then there's just the void in the middle, that's the army. And you can, you know, you can proxy them with solar or with militia. But it's hmm. weird that there's no there's no rules actually for them. I mean the militia army list is so well written, I think, that, you, it is possible to to play the army with using them you know you say like oh yeah they're this this regiment, whatever and i've taken these provinces to match it but it'd yeah. be nice to see i mean i'm hoping we do see eventually is a full army an army list for the army but a full um <laughs> yeah for a full imperial army list you know something like maybe like the third edition guard book where you had all the you know you had all the platoon structure i mean i, I love that that was so good having i love that you had you know you had your hq and then he had his attendant staff and his platoon of dudes you had like sentinels and weapon team stuff attached to it yeah and then you had infantry platoon one which was uh, the junior commander and his staff and then his two base squads and then there was additional squads added to that that was really good you know i really felt like a military force yeah i I really enjoyed that so i'm hoping something like that comes around for the army eventually for heresy
0: fingers Um, crossed
1: But yeah, anyway, that was a tangent. Get a 3D printer anyway, that's what I'm saying. It's worth doing. (laughs) Resin printers, will. they're, yeah, they are really good. Um, Or find someone that knows how to print, and then they can print things for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's definitely handy having a friend who has a 3D Mm. printer or two. Yeah. Yeah, I can attest to that. And then it means
1: you can buy all the sweet heresy boxes, and then you go, oh, no, there's a piece that I don't have in there. And then it's like, that's okay, I'll print that
0: like uh, yeah. possibly the arm, arm connectors for the Dreadnought weapons. Well, exactly.
1: This is it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's nice and easy. You just go, oh, yeah, I'll print those and then you're done. So, oh, yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. It's worth doing. It's worth learning. Um, But it also means that, yeah, so I'm um, printing one Warhammer Fantasy armies for everybody. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, until the new models come out, where I suspect everyone's going to start buying plastic kits then, or at least when the original models come out.
0: Yeah. But,
1: yeah, oh. but I've been... um. Sure. I say I've been hyping people up for fantasy in the last couple of weeks. Has been Good. running little intro games for people,
0: grow that community.
1: I'm like exactly So, I'm like, you know. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'd love to play fantasy. I haven't got an army anymore. I'm like, ah, well, that's okay because I've got two.
0: It opens up his trench coat. What that's about it? these? Yeah.
1: <laughs> why don't you try? Why don't you try a goblin, kid?
0: Oh dear. Right. Well, um, we've been. Going on for I think quite quite a while now, so I think we should probably quickly jump on to our last little section, um uh which is uh upcoming events or recent events or games yeah. that, that we've played that we want to discuss. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I was, I was naturally
1: rolling into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um then
0: yeah. we went then we went on to print a printer tangent. And <laughs> yeah, we
1: did, yeah, It's always there's always a printer tangent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, so obviously you've got the as you said, the greetings of the warp doubles event this weekend, um, which unfortunately I can't can't attend. Um, yeah. It's a, it's family true. commitments. But um I'll be definitely eager to see all the, the pictures from from the event. So uh, make sure you take take a load.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think it should be good. Yeah, so it's um so there's a few of us coming up from down here. Obviously, I'm driving to Aaron's and me and Aaron are driving up from there. And then Adam and Joe are going as well. Um yeah. So yeah, there's some some people from the, the dark world of Devon going. Yes. <laughs> but no, it should be should be should be decent. I think it'll be a good time. And um obviously Brilliance the Warp are always there. their their events are really good.
0: I, I've still never that. actually been to a Greetings the Warp event.
1: No, they're they're really good. Like you know, Andy that runs it mainly, he's just he's just got it nailed, I think. Yeah yeah it's just it's just very like well run it's easy to play like he's got the real the good mix between like there is a narrative but it's not too you know he's it's i think he does the sort of more he's, he's very used to running stuff for like 40k and that as well so he's got a narrative to it but there's still kind of like you're gonna play this game we're gonna play this game you know the terrain's decent as well and yeah. Um, yeah no i should be i think it'd be really good and then uh, there's a bit more narrative to this one actually um so i have got a little fluff piece on my me as well Nice. Bring up. So, fluff little, piece. On that, that's it. I'll have a little fluff piece for it. So, you, uh, yeah. So, anyway, um, so obviously it's doubles. It's 1,500 points a player. Yep. So, 3,000 total. Um, you both have your separate armies. One of you can take an out of detachment if you want. Um, you share your Lord of War allowance. So, one person can take like a Lord of War if they want, even though obviously your armies are only 1,500. You know, you get mm. as if it was 3,000 sort of thing. So, pretty right. cool stuff there, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be pretty sweet, and then we're going to turn it with eleven drills.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just just <laughs> wish
0: I could be there just to watch your opponent's face as they realise they're <laughs> playing against a <the> full drill. <laughs> mm,
1: eleven drills and a very a very uh, soft looking Damocles command right. <laughs> <It's> like please <laughs> let me hide behind the cover. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think it would be really good, though. Yeah, I think
0: I think. I've Sorry. heard that they're going to be doing a, an event um, teaming up with Attrition Gaming. Oh, um, yeah. Next year. And apparently, mm. tickets will be coming up available in January at some point. So I might have a look. And yeah, obviously, depending on what the days are um, yeah. for it, I might see if I can possibly jump on, on that maybe. But um, yeah, I've, I've always obviously seen Greetings of the Warp sort of bundled yeah. around on, on social media and whatnot, but I've never actually been to one myself.
1: No, I mean to be fair, I'd so say this one's obviously it's mainly been I think Andy's more you know, Green's the Wolf kind of being more the hosts for it. It's it's merchant princelings that are actually kind of you know, they've done the narrative and they're doing a lot of the the back, you know, the backing for it. Right. So I guess it's almost more their event, I suppose. <laughs> um I don't know, I don't know what the split is necessarily. But yeah, Actually pretty good, I think. I I think it's I think it's sold out now. Actually, hasn't it? Or it's, maybe a couple of tickets opened up last but,
0: minute. Yeah, but, I think they had a loyalist ticket or half of a loyalist ticket because I think somebody dropped out, but the other person still still wanted to go on. But I don't know if that's been filled oh, or not. Right, yeah. But mm. yeah, I my, my um next event I've got booked is actually Orton's Hope. I haven't got anything else in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, were. I don't Sorry? think I have actually either after this one. I think Orphan's Hope is the next one, actually. Yeah. yeah. But for those of you that don't know, Orphan's Hope is an a event that's been, so far, only uh, run in Exeter and Devon, a club called UCG. Um, and uh, it's moving on and, and grown a bit, and he's, he's now starting to open it up to the rest of the country. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a chap called James who runs them, and... Uh, myself personally they're they're probably the best events heresy events i've i've been to um just the level of uh detail that's gone into creating the tables that you're playing on to even like animated and recorded voice acted uh like mission briefings and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i just was so wowed by the the amount of effort that's put into it um so, uh, yeah, looking looking forward to that, which I believe the, the, the next ones for Devon at least are going to be held in um, Curtain Games in Redditon, just outside of Exeter. Um, I don't think their March one's got any tickets left, but I think there are some for their February um, version, because he's, he's running three events of the same sort of uh, chapter in the storyline, as it were. Um so yeah, I think the March one sold out, I believe is the one we're going to, and then um February's, but I think he's got a few tickets still hovering about somewhere. Um but yeah, that's 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 my next one. Yeah, my... But
1: no, they're they are really good, aren't they? Like you can tell James, you know, James has definitely got the passion for getting the the atmosphere, hasn't he? Yeah. I yeah, say the, yeah, he's you know, he has all the, the video clips and that sort of thing, and it's yeah, I think I think he's really got he's really keen to to get an, a good atmosphere going and make you feel like you're involved in something.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, which definitely.
1: is which is really good. And I mean, like, so the effort he puts into getting the terrain done as well. Like, it's I mean, I know that's his kind of his is his passion kind of thing. is mm. getting the terrain done. But yeah, he's you know he's really trying to sort of fill these boards out. Um, yeah, I think he put up a picture of day, didn't he, of the boards, and everyone's like more terrain, and he was like, all right,
0: <laughs> guess I'm doing more terrain then. Yeah, 'cause the the, the next event's a, a city flight event, isn't it? So he's yeah. uh, he was sort of like, Do people think this is enough on a on a board as an example? i like, More, more, more. <laughs> more trains. Right, okay. And then and then he reveals he's got like another ninety three buildings on the way or <laughs> something. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. yeah, it's
1: a lot of work. <laughs> but no, if it yeah, he's he always puts so much effort in there, doesn't he? I think he you know, he's yeah, always worries gonna burn himself out some like, but no, it's it he should be really good, I think. Range So I'm going to take the army to that one as well. Actually, but I'll have 3,000 points painted for that one.
0: Yeah, I'll so. be taking me Ultramarines again. Um, and I'll I'll doing a... yeah, indeed. I'm mm. gonna be doing a, a cheeky little drop pod assault list because uh, uh-huh. I just think that just screams Space Marines, and I don't think I've come across anybody that's used it. <laughs> There's probably a reason for that. but
1: <laughs> I think a lot of people just don't, I don't know, I guess maybe just don't paint drop pods, I suppose.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I would have to admit I'm not uh, enamored with the prospect of having to paint, what is it, eight or nine drop pods. <laughs> there we go. It'll look cool when it's done, I'm sure.
1: I know, it'll be really cool. Yeah, I like seeing, I like actually seeing all the drop pods come down. It's just such, it's like quintessential Space Marines, isn't it? It's yeah. just that, that's what you imagine, like when you think Space Marines. It's like, yeah, just like fucking
2: going from orbit. Yeah, exactly. I've got
1: yeah, voice, uh... so it's, it's that proper, like, yeah, that, you know, like the, um, do you remember the intro to like Dawn of War? Oh, uh, yeah. The first one, and all the pot, like, he gets like, you know, when he's like dying on the banner and all the pots come down, it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's, that, yeah, you have yeah. to, to make like a dying ultramarine holding up a banner, yeah. Like have that as, as an objective, like an ultramarine, like sliding down his banner pole, and so we can drop what's <laughs> coming around him.
0: Pull down to ultramarine,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, a blood raven stealing the banner from behind
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even exist yet, <laughs> yeah.
2: Do what I fucking want, yeah.
0: But yeah, that the, the, like you say that yeah, it's that that sort of uh, quite classic look, isn't it? The the drop pods with with the Space Marine army. Yeah. So, um, that like did did lead me there. to uh, swap out a Contemptor dreadnought for the the cast of her and because yeah, boy,
1: you gotta know. have a Boxnought. Yeah. Gotta gotta have a Boxnought.
0: Just hope that nobody charges it because <laughs>
1: ah, but if you put them in terrain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <Ooh. laughs> yeah. you can't give him a grav gun as well, can you? Sadly, that'd be, okay. shit. That'd be great. It's a little a the little slung grav gun as well as his two plasma cameras. It's like, fuck off.
0: You, you okay. can give Throwing him the um, gun. I can't remember what it's called the the little missile pod that you can get on top of the um, contempt Oh, yeah, what the mm-hmm. little
1: um, yeah, the it's not the cyclone, is it? Um, no, it's, yeah, yeah, H, I, I, didn't, I didn't know, you, I didn't know you could take
0: that, yeah. I haven't got enough points in my list for him to take it, and I don't know how I would fix it on the top. Because the... oh, the havoc! Yeah, the havoc launcher. Havoc launcher. That's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I thought I thought it was something. I was thinking about because in yeah, because like, they can take a side Because they, they used to be able to take a cyclone, didn't they? Not like, the distant past.
0: So they and can take they, uh, like, for one of their arms. They can take a missile launcher. Because my night lords have got a caster flare that's got a plasma cannon mm-hmm. and a missile launcher on the other side. Yeah, it's um, quite good
1: actually. Isn't it? It's like a two large blast, isn't it? On the frag?
0: So, yeah, so on the frag it's two large blasts that are pinning. Nice. Yeah, um, and nice. then obviously awesome. two, two crack missiles is the the other option for the shot. But, yeah, boy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I thought it was quite cool that you can put a Havoc launcher on. on them. It's just a little, little extra summon-summon. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Did we want to talk about our previous event that we went to?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that was the... Uh, what do you call this one? It's always a good pun.
1: Boltfire night.
0: That was it, yes. Yeah. As, as you can probably guess, it was held on Bonfire Night Weekend. Yeah. Um so uh, yes, that, that was good fun. That was held um by Aaron and Chris uh who are also known as Danger Close. Um and uh, they do an event um, just outside of Bristol in Yate. Um about every six months is that they normally do one in Easter and one around sort of yeah. October November time. Um so yeah that was the the latest latest one of that which uh was, was good fun. Took took my ult to that one as well. Um did alright, got absolutely slammed by a night lords army which was a very beautiful looking army, but yeah they absolutely ruined me. <laughs> but um Yes, that that was that was good. Well, I had good fun anyway. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I mean, I so so it was a so the event was a two dayer. So the first day was heresy, and yeah. then the second day was fantasy. And I yeah. enjoyed the fantasy event more because I fucking fucking love, just fucking <laughs> love fantasy. It's, it's just so fucking good. Um, okay. but the her, the heresy the heresy was really fun. Like, it's not to yeah. say that I didn't have a good time playing heresies. I did. I had three really good games. Um, yeah. I've, you know, I've completely forgotten the name of the guy who I played second. I think it was Paul, but it might not be. So if he I don't think he's gonna hear this, fine. But if he did, then <laughs> Soz. <Yeah. laughs> but he's a really nice, yeah, really, really nice guy. A really cool space farming as well. So my first game um was against uh, Sisters of Silence, um, which is pretty cool. You don't really see Sisters of Silence. No which, like obviously, like see Ben. Ben's got his big sister Silence Ollie, but apart from that, it's, it's like it's really rare that, yeah, really, rare that you actually see them. Um, but yeah, so um, I played against Vicky game one, and she had a full sister Ollie. Nice. Pretty cool, including, which was fucking hilarious, a beast pack with swords. So the dogs can take swords.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> so she had a unit of the dogs, and each of the dogs is like holding a sword in his mouth so i was like all right <laughs> um and it started off i mean it started off like so i took my sons of horus to this and um, so i had so my sons of horus this is that very tip of, well as, as you know from game three he was that very it's a very tip of the spear list so it's got i've got my tacticals and my inductee who i kind of just i just assume they're kind of so they're the sort of like you know the rushed i assume the tacticals are like inductee as well um obviously mm-hmm. they can't be in the rules. But, you know, I sort of have in my head that they're all kind of the expendable lot. Yeah. they're all, You know, they're the kind of the child soldiers that have been, you know, they've been sort of harvested from a hive world and pumped for the genetics. And they're like, cool, you're a space marine now. And he's like, bro, I'm literally eight years old. Yeah. Like, cool, take this bolt gun um, <laughs> and get out of there. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so like, they're like deploying on the board. And then turn one is probably a little bit what Drillfest is going to be like. Is this kind of, it's me, the tacticals and the spoilers trying and pick their way through cover and not die
2: mm-hmm. while the rest of
1: my army turns up so in the rest of the army is like the elite part so i got my praetor um and he's got paragon blade power fist and then a combi disintegrator just for the the headshot um with the casting gold waller trait which never ever does anything but i'm mm-hmm. like i'm gonna take this fucking trait. like someone said to me i played a game with it, they were like that trait is shit stop using it i was like no and cool. Well, I don't have anything with weapon skill 6 my army so I don't care <laughs> <laughs> one day it will come up yeah. I've got a VP out of it like once so it matters <laughs> um, and then he's got his full command squad with him and they've all got a various mix of um, power fists, power axes core saran, power uh, tay bars and everyone's got a common motor as well so they're like mm. really like you know they're a proper like sort of hard hitting unit and then I had a primus medicaid in that unit which we'll talk about later <laughs> <laughs> so my promise medicaid in that unit um and then a warmonger as well so the warmonger and the promise medicaid go in the command squad and then they all deep stroke down as this big scary like i said they are literally the tip of the spear they just pop down right next to the biggest scariest target and they're like if you don't kill me i'm gonna fuck you up um so like that, and then the rest of the army is I've got a I had a Leviathan and a um what's it called and two Contemptors in Dreadclaws. So and Dreadclaws are the best unit in the fucking game.
0: They like, are fucking love I, right.
2: I
1: fucking love Dreadclaws. They're great. <laughs> like so yeah. So they all deep strike down turn two and then run amok. So yeah, start of game one was tacticals being absolutely crushed by. Sisters of Silence, sniper rifles, and dolphin swords. Uh, <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so <laughs> they were just boys,
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, my inductive squad, like, they like ran up, and I was like, Yeah, fucking inductive, I'll be fine. Um, they got like just gunned down with some bolt guns, and their flamer squad got out of one of their, you know, their speedy transport sisters have. Is it the- mm-hmm abduction a bit or something um <laughs> so they all got like they all like got out of that and just flamed my inductor and she was like right that's like 72 hits that's like mm. <laughs> interesting
2: <laughs> oh my
1: yeah so they all fucking died um <laughs> they just got murdered by by flame for but like yeah no that was that was really cool so um yeah then my command squad came down and then the command squad had like this weird sort of it was like you know like the bit in the naked gun where they're like shooting each other from like point blank and no one hits each other
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it was like that so <laughs> the command squad and the sisters with the snipers um are just like popping each other and i couldn't get a charge off because they were in a building so it was like minus to my charge roll yeah and i was like ah i'll get this it'll be fine so i deep struck down and i was like yeah i'll get that failed oh right, shit and every time obviously I try to charge I just get shot by fucking sniper rifles <laughs> so, like... <laughs> and Vicky's like right I'm gonna put between this guy and this guy like trying to like precision fire out my important dudes so I just had all these guys just like fucking cowering down getting shot at by snipers from like you know there was, wasn't much of a gap in between mm-hmm. and it carried on that for quite a few turns and I like, fired all my commandos at them so I was like right I'm gonna kill these guys I killed like two I was like oh Uh Oh yeah some shit so that that was pretty much the entire game was the command squad and the snipers having this this like slap fest between each other and eventually the praetor and like two dudes finally charged the snipers and killed them um and the rest of the game was yeah like say my 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 dreadnoughts dropped down and they sort of did the you know did the business and then my tacticals rallied because my tacticals got absolutely pumped turn one and they both ran away, but they rallied and then came back and actually won me the game.
2: Oh, good lad. I
1: know. Yeah. I like, get on, boys. Like, yeah, so tactical squad came back in and took the objectives and it's like, ah, oh, sweet. And Vicky, you're really lucky. She had a unit, um, the flamer unit, I think it was actually, or a unit anyway. Um, was on the objective, because it was the the mission where you roll a dice every turn to see which objective is in play. Uh, um, okay, and after, yeah. That's the scoring objective. And she had a unit on the objective, and then a Leviathan shot them with some Volkites, uh, yeah, with a Vol- some Volkite um, calibers, and they lost just enough to fail morale and ran away. Uh. It's like, ah. So, yeah, it turns out, by the way, Volkite calibers, f- well, I say... Caveat of this Volker Callow is on a unit that's relentless, are really good against sisters. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah, they're like strength
1: six at the flag race. It's just like the you know, the two wins sisters command squad, they're like you know, they're proper beefy, but they're mm. only three with two wounds. and they just die. You shoot them with Volk with strength six, Volkite, and they just get chewed up by it. It's terrifying.
0: I, I had a bad time my game two with, with Volkite. Mm. So the Night Lords player had a tactical support squad with Volkite, and mm. uh. I had a tactical support squad uh, with plasma mm. and uh, I shot at them. I killed three of them and then they returned fire and I had a master of signals left. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. Went, nice. Went, went really well. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, that master of signals did go on and uh, charge a full tactical squad and make them fall back, oh, which well, there you I have. thought was hilarious. Um, and then I did probably the best move of the entire weekend. The tactical squad rallied. Uh, a dreadnought very rudely came out, killed the Master of Signals. So I was like, well, what am I going to do about this tactical squad? Ram him with a rhino.
1: Yes! Yeah. ramming. I, I Yeah, I, I mean, I, I sort of take it for granted now. But, but, I mean, all my games are won by ramming people with dreadnoughts. <laughs> and in that game, like I did, I I probably half my casualties were caused by Dreadclaw's ramming things. It's just so good. And with the Sons of Horus trait as well. So like, oh, D6 plus three hits, a string six. You're like yeah, cool. Bam, bam, bam.
0: Ramming is and so funny. It's
1: it's, <laughs> I, I love it. I love a ram. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, never <laughs> underestimate just running people <clears throat> over.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, so my game two that that one was again so i think his name was paul I, i'm pretty bad i can't remember his name um anyway names. he had a really sick space wolf army so he just had his literally his entire army was space wolf terminators that was it so wow. every, yeah it was just like brutal yeah it was like 50 space wolves in various or maybe 40 no i 45 anyway it was yeah, just a whole army of Space Wolves and Terminator Arbor, proper awesome. And then two contender Dreads as well. Um, so that looked very, you know, real scary. So obviously my child soldiers deployed and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll take this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got charged by some Terminators and actually won a combat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So nice. my Tacticals and my Despoiler Squad, no, just, actually no, just my Tacticals swept to Terminator Squad, turn two. Tactical
0: squads, you see? No,
1: Tactical squads, amazing there cool. the objective. So this was the mission where we had to burn Sansa Stark. Oh yeah. So the traitors had to pump up. There was like fuel lines on the map, yeah. and the traitors had to pump the fuel lines up, and then you get a fuel token. Yeah. The other end of the ball in the Lawless volume zone was Sansa Stark on a bonfire. Yep. So and then you had to when if you held Sansa Stark, so she was an objective. If you held her at the end of a turn. You could set fire to her, and then you would get a number of VPs. Um, equivalent to the amount of gas you pumped up. And there was also a massive explosion as well. That sort of, you know, just flew out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, the, um let's say my, my child soldiers had their, um they were just holding the line because obviously tacticals are stubborn on objectives. So, yeah. My tacticals are just sat there getting beaten by terminators and dreadnoughts, but holding on. That's the main thing. And obviously, Sons of Horus unit troop as well. So, oh, I charge you. It's like, great. You're monitored strength now. So, power yeah. fixing. So powerful stones and death them, so I had a 4-up feeling no pain in them both, because they both had um, apothecaries in there. So I got Heart of the Legion and Apothecary, he got 4-up feeling no pain. So there's like, yeah, boy! Like, just hold them out again. Yeah, and like I so said, they did it
2: Yeah,
1: and then my Praetor and, the, uh, my Praetor and his unit popped down um, right in front of the objective, pinned like three units, and then just, uh, like, evaporated the unit of Varagir that was stood in front of the um of sansa so because of all the civil combi and the commi disintegrator and the warmongers got a motor, and the promised medicare had a commi so they just all just went, <laughs> <laughs> um fired everything at the Varagir and just wiped them out um, and i was like oh i've won the game because by Obviously, the, the banner gives you line, and then I was like, I'm going first. shit i'm going first I didn't win the game, so I had to survive a turn of all of the space wolves. So, the space the ones that weren't pinned were like, Right, I'm gonna shoot you and then charge you. <laughs> so, I had this command squad in the middle. I think I've got a picture it somewhere. The command squad are like, It's like um 300, but just in this like this in their deep strike formation, just getting <laughs> charged by shit loads of terminators. But again, the sons of Horus Legion trait, so good. Yeah. you're you minus one to wound. So Thunder Hammers, you get a no pain against, and you don't get into death. And I actually forgot about that because we play I was taking dudes off um you know every time they would suffered a wound. I was thinking, I was taking my foon pains, but then I was forgetting, because I had the problem's medic in there. But um I was forgetting the um <clears throat> and also it makes you quite immune to quite sorry, not immune, but quite um quite tough against lightning claws, because you've got Artificer armor, and you're you know, they're effectively strength three against you, so it's quite hard for them to actually wound you, even with shred. Mm. Um, but and then he got feeling a pain as well. Um, but yeah, I, I was taking the dudes off, I felt a of pain, and then um, he said to me, Oh, you don't even need to do that, do you? And I was like, Oh, shit, yeah, so I didn't put them back on, to be fair, we didn't really need to. But my command squad fought off like 30 terminators and then swept them.
0: Absolute chance,
1: I know, mate. I was like, Fucking hell, it might have been less, it's probably like 10. So three.
0: <laughs> three guys,
1: <laughs> it's not <felt> like 30. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so I, I actually yeah, I ended up winning that one. I was like, "She." and then you yeah, played then an
0: absolutely amazing player. And I the game. played some
1: fucking dickhead ultramarine player. <laughs> and he had like proper just just a tool, like absolute tool. <laughs> so yeah, so then I played you game yeah. three. Um, yeah, and then as we were discussing earlier, so yeah, I was gonna be playing Black Reaving as my right of war, and that requires a Master of Signal. So, and I normally always have a master in my son to Horus Armin, because he gives you reroll to reserves. Yeah. It's obviously really important, because like, most of my homies in reserve. Yeah. But, as we were driving to the event, I was like, oh, it'd be really cool, It's taking my Primus Medicaid so I've not used him for ages. So the <laughs> master at Signal got cut out, Primus Medica went in. Um, yeah. Because although I normally play Black Reaving, I don't actually have any Reavers anymore. Because Forge World, in their infinite wisdom, were like, "Oh yeah, well you know these Reaver squads you converted that all had combo weapons; they're illegal now." <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up with loads of Reavers that I couldn't use as Reavers, so they <laughs> so they became various veterans and command squad dudes and stuff. Yeah. Um, so the black I don't actually need to play Black Reavers; I don't have any Reavers. Um, it's normally for like the rage, you know, you get rage, which yeah. I, I sort of always consider to be the Sons of Horus trait. And then when I don't play Black reavers, I'm like, oh yeah, that's not the trait. I'm like minus one to wound is the trait. <laughs> <laughs> we in the first round of combat, anyway. Oh, um, so yeah, so deployed, and, uh, you know, it was, you shooting my child soldiers, turn one, and I was like, cool. And then mm-hmm. my reserves didn't turn up. I'm like, oh dear. Yeah. And do you reckon that was the point where you were like, oh, it's time to load the pain on? Because you, you used to get that little smile, and you were like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was like, well, your, uh, your tacticals and child soldiers, uh, Aw- awfully vulnerable, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think did I, I didn't come in turn two or three, did I? Because I think no. you told me turn three, didn't you? Yeah. Right, spoiler alert! Sorry, they <laughs> take me. Yes. <laughs> so
2: yeah, it's, uh, it,
0: it, it's it's really obviously really close um, having three power armor squads face off against three K army. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fine It was fine. Look, my tacticals got into melee with you. That's what counts.
0: But I think it was the other way around, wouldn't it?
1: (laughs) I mean it was, but they got they touched bases, you know. Let's not let's not worry about who charged who.
0: They touched tips. That was that was. Exactly. They
1: they touched tips, they fought some suzerain. They didn't survive fighting the suzerain, but they tried. (laughs) They did. So yeah, so you absolutely fucking crushed me. That's that game. So Mm -hmm. the answer to that is take a master of signal. Yeah, or don't, and just chance it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I um. But yeah, you know, we 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 decided to carry on as if you had brought them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is pretty cool. Yeah, so we
1: we obviously, and I was wearing and we're like, yeah, Dave's won a crushing victory. Then we went back and we're like, cool, let's bring on the reserves.
0: Yeah, um, I I think if if your reserves had come down turn two. I think you'd have definitely had it. I think by turn three, even with them coming down, I think um, I've just held the, the points and, and got too much of a score. Yeah, already. Yeah, Because um, yeah. when, when your guys came down, they did absolutely tear through my lines. Um, yeah, they fucking pumped your suzerains, didn't they? Oh yeah like that's, I
1: thought it won't be it might be close this <laughs> it just completely destroyed them. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> well, the problem
0: is is obviously they've got those legtine axes, which are fantastic mm. unless you happen to it reduce the strength. strength, yeah um, and then the ones that have got thunder hammers, well, they're fighting last so they're already dead, <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much, or even if you wound
0: you know you get a wound
1: off, I've got Feel no pain in two rings, yeah. So cause I think you. I think we... No, no, my Praetor killed us, didn't he? Murderer striked him, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. I yeah, he just popped off remember, of but
1: yeah. I, You know, I was sort of like, well, I can take the challenge and risk the Paragon Blade, because if I fail... I did, yes, I did, because I had fucking... I had all my attacks... You know, I was like, I have so many attacks on the charge. Paragon Blade and <laughs> a fist. It's like, I can't <laughs> fail. <laughs> and I didn't fail. But I was sort of thinking, like, even if you get me the Thunderhammer, like, I've got you know, three wounds, four up in and four no pain, and I won't die. You know, if you just do two wounds to me, because I, you know, or one wound, because you haven't got instant death. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was, that was, a, yeah, like I said, it was, a, yeah, it, that at least made it a bit more of a game, didn't it? But you, I mean, yeah. you did officially crush me. <laughs> it was yeah, just a, yeah. the in the after game action, it was a little bit closer.
0: It was, was a bit closer, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah and and a, and a fun game, too. Yeah. yeah, my yeah. my uh, games I, I kind of played my the missions that you had for one and two the other way round. So I I started oh, yeah. off with the um burning Sansa mission, um and I was playing off against uh, and and again I'm the same. I'm absolutely terrible with names, um so I do apologise because you'll definitely be listening to this this yes. podcast because it's just such a big and well known podcast. Um and uh, I was yeah playing against a chap who had a very cool uh militia army um which which were being naughty militias um so yeah i, I basically created a, a blue wall in front of sansa and uh yeah they lurched forwards and as militia do die in droves um my xyphon came on and blew up uh Lehman rust in its first turn which was fantastic (laughs) um and uh yeah it really really fun game um he 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 did get a a cheeky little uh combo off where i tried to charge a unit with my suzerain and so he cast i summon demons in your face um the suzerain got through them but yeah it was it's more of a delaying tactic than they think, but yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Like, oh, he's gonna overwatch me. Oh, that overwatch includes demon bullets. <laughs> so yeah. Um but yeah, in in the end I, I managed to cut down enough of them that they wouldn't be able to get anybody into base contact with with the answer objective at the end. So um yeah. Uh managed to win win that game. Um bears. So yeah, it was really really fun and the army had looked looked fantastic um yeah really enjoyable player to play against um my second game was the one where you roll to see which objective is uh the active one um and i was playing against a terror assault night lord's list as i mentioned um and again really nice looking army the player again can't remember his name but yeah really really sound bloke yeah um, and uh yeah, got absolutely slammed. I think I was tabled by turn four, I think, on that one. Um, yeah, yeah, just, mm. <laughs> just like, Okay, some of my roles weren't the best, but um, yeah, he just played it really, really well. Um, and the night like, fighting, whilst I did have, you know, like my augury scanners and nuncio uh, boxes and stuff, the, obviously, night lords having all of their prey items, like. You want to evade? Tough luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, it's the evade. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah, no, I forgot. Okay, go on, go on, carry on. Oh, oh no, no, no. We played that Mass Apocalypse game, didn't we, Did the weekend? I forgot, well, not you, personally, but um, I went down to uh, to Jed's, we played, a, like, a fucking thousands of points. Like, a yeah. massive game. But um, James kept doing that to me. I was like, evade, and he's like, night lords. I was like, no! <laughs> Like every time, I was like,
0: <laughs> would if you could, <laughs>
1: yeah, literally, yeah, because I, I think it was like after I'd done it so many times, and he was like, I was like, hey, hey! and he just looked at me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I could
0: dream it, yeah, that's it, yeah, but um,
1: yeah,
0: that, so, yeah, so um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, as I say, a really fun guy, the guy, guys playing against, uh, you know, really nice chap, um, had a good good chat and a good laugh with him um and uh yeah enjoyable game um, nice. nice. and then uh yeah obviously had my game against you which um i have to admit what when i was deploying i was like i'm oh, gonna okay, get absolutely <laughs> mad <laughs> but luckily your guys decided not to turn up which makes it a hell of a lot easier to win <laughs> yeah this is it yeah when the when the
1: dudes are still in orbit you know yeah. The prey was always looking at his his radar and he's
0: like, hmm, we've lost a lot of tactical Marines. Maybe <laughs> sit this one out. Yeah. Um, and it uh, probably didn't help that I had some, quite a lot of template weapons as well, because I had my Vindicators and then the, the, the ones Scorpius. Scorpius at the back. Um, which, uh, yeah. can take <coughs> out a, a fair few enemies. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then obviously as you say on the Sunday we had the, the fantasy event, which I took my Beast Men to. Um but
1: I in a fantasy event.
0: I think our little group, uh definitely, if there were awards, would have got an award for enthusiasm as we exactly. went with uh, themed attire. Yeah. I think I think it should be mandatory now that any fantasy
1: event you have to go in themed attire.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, I had my, my goat hat and you had your uh, foil oh. greaves and I was it. My night helmet,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And they those those foil that foil armor stayed on till like at least ten minutes in turn one.
2: <laughs> so
1: you could go going,
0: yeah. Um, that that was good. Obviously, playing beastmen um in eighth edition, I went as well as you can probably imagine. Um, <laughs> again, fun games. Um, but yeah, I didn't I was played against uh chaos warriors uh, for the first game. Um, and then uh, Dark Elves for the second game. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, both games got absolutely smashed, but did have some funny moments along the, the way. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> now, what armies did you play against on the fantasy? Um,
1: so, obviously, I took my Bretonians. Mm. So, I had in my army... I mean, did you want to go through your army as well? Or
0: it's like um, it's done. It's beast, man. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah goats. That's what I had. No, I, yeah, had, um, multiple had, goats. Had two big blobs of of gore. Um, one one with shields and the other with additional hand weapons. Nice. Um, had uh, two uh, tusk or chariots because you got to have your pigs. Gotta have pigs. Oh yeah, uh, had a big side because I I wanted a big beastie, um, nice. and I thought seeing as. Beastmen don't really do shooting. I thought maybe having a big beastie that can throw rocks and scare wizards would be a a good choice. And of course, so fucking cool as well. Yeah, I I love him. I think he's fantastic. Um, So it's just so awesome. I look so good on the board. And then uh, I had a unit of besticals as well. Oh, um, yeah, which did all right. Um. And then, yeah, Beast, Beast Lord is my Warlord, um, a Great Bray Shaman, a Level 1 Bray Shaman to hold a Dispel Scroll, um, which I'm not sure how they can read, but... it just says <laughs> uh, no uh, on it in big Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Opens up and goes... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then I have a Wargore as my BSB. Nice. Um, doing war Gore things. Um so yeah, it was it was it was good fun. The, the first game was um yeah, say, so against chaos and the chap had done a um corn themed. Ah yeah, that's pretty list. cool. Yeah. Um it looked absolutely fantastic. He'd done it in the old school, like really bright, bold colours with the yeah proper luminous green and <laughs> brass bases. Um so it looked absolutely fantastic. Um but yeah, all, all of the stuff that I'd taken to help Nullify magic and shooting, and he didn't have either of those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, brilliant! <laughs> um, He's going to hit me with an axe. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we 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 got into combat, and um, and then he walked out of combat, and <laughs> there were no goats. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how that went. <laughs> oh, um, and, and yeah, turn turn two. Uh, my I had one unit of gauze in ambush and they came in, rolled really well, came in on his board edge, um, charged uh, a unit of uh, Chaos Chosen, I think they were, Um, Mm -hmm. and I fluffed many of my rolls, and there was a challenge, and the Chaos Man won the challenge and proceeded to turn into a Demon Prince. (laughs) (laughs) So turn two, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> well, that swings things a little." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was good fun. And then, yeah, second game um, played uh, against dark elves, um, and yeah, got got some fun little hits off. And and um, I think my my favorite part of that that game was the absolute look a surprise at uh, um, the devastation caused by Bray Scream. Um, <laughs> Is that one of the magical powers?
1: Yeah. Oh that's the leadership one, isn't it? Uh isn't that right leadership and you take the wounds difference. Uh,
0: I think it's something different. No, so this this one you, you if you successfully cast it you do a breath attack at strength oh. 3. Um with no armor saves allowed. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, devolves leadership one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I I did um, I had a unit of gore facing up against some dark elf uh, executioners and they got screamed. and uh, so I cast Scream on the uh, war gore that was in that unit of gores and um, he screamed on the executioners and I said to my bone, this is what the spell does, do you want to dispel it? and they said no <laughs> and then half a unit <laughs> of executioners died Fucking hell. <laughs> he's like what? <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was quite funny, and then yeah, and then he proceeded to kick the shit out of me with a, a Hydra and um units of Reavers as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it was it was a good good laugh. Yeah. Oh, good. Not good. I'll
1: tell you what. All the armies there look really good as well, didn't they? Oh, like, everyone, yeah, they everyone has had such a nice army. Like. Yeah. You know, and it was all it always a different styles too. So some people with like the very kind of the real kind of dark, like, very, you know, more realistic or kind of, you know, the dark fantasy kind of vibe. And then other people with the very like old school bright colors, reds and bright mm. blue, purples and stuff, you know, it's just a really and then people sort of in the kind of, I guess you call it like the middle hammer range where everything was very sort of um, a lot of brown, you know, a lot of kind of muddy sort of brown muted colors. Yeah, almost
2: sort like of...
1: realism type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a you know, real it's a real awesome mix of styles and designs and stuff, and then you know, you'll see the games workshop stuff and the third party stuff and the 3D printed stuff. Oh, and the pirate off as well. Oh yeah, was so there was a pirate. Off. So there was a pirate ogre army and a vampire coast army. So obviously mm-hmm. game one, there was a pirate Of many a scurvy dog. Yo. Your... <laughs> so, yeah, that was really awesome. Yeah, I'm, I can't the what was the guy's name that had the pyro or something. Is it Matt? Mike? It it might it could be. have been. Yeah, but yeah, that was <laughs> he was really nice really nice. But and he travelled quite a long way, hadn't he? I think him and his missus were on holiday for the weekend, or yeah, week or something. And he just he'd seen the event was in the area, so he packed his stuff and brought it down with him. <laughs> he was that's like, "Yes,
0: play some fancy on Sunday." It's like, what a hero! Yeah, like say, that's quite a quite a ballsy move isn't it, when you're on holiday with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, by the way, I'm I'm popping up yeah. for a day to play sporty soldiers. Play a good man, good lad. <laughs>
1: yeah, gotta turn up and play some fantasy. You gotta bring some yeah. pirate ogres down. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah. sweet. Yeah, it's really cool you end up with the uh bretonians yeah, so our bretonians, so my army was i had my um so my leader was just a paladin uh <laughs> with a lance and heroic killing blow and a dream, so <laughs> he had the um yeah, so he had just uh, he had a lance, he had an enchanted shield uh warhorse war horse, and then the virtue of heroism, which gives him heroic killing blow, so you're like, I need to roll sixes, otherwise, yeah, but if he rolls a six, oh boy, he's gonna kill what he hits. Instance, so, and he did, yeah. He's he's doing doing the doing the business. Such a boy. So he was my leader, Sapalin. Um, then I had a prophetess, who's the Lord. So she was level four, and she had the um, what's it called? The holy icon, right? Um, so that gives a Madrasus three. So she sits with the knights and protects them from spells. Pretty handy. Uh, Then I had a Damsel. Oh, she was on the Law of Beasts as well, my level 4. And then I had a Damsel, level 2, on foot with the Silver Mirror. She was on the Law of Beasts as well. Um, Then I had... So Silver Mirror is like... It's like it's a spell scroll. So it's... Because Bretonnia is such an old book. They still have lots of magic items. And they're all like really cool. (laughs) Like some of them are, are like utter trash, that's so, why well, most of them are like, okay, but not. some just don't work anymore, like you've got to look at the Breton FAQ and it's like, ignore this item, or ignore this rule, you're like, okay, uh, <laughs> but they get a lot of really cool, like, you know, these these kind of magic items from like a yonder age, where they have very specific weird effects, um, and the silver mirror is in effect at a spell scroll, so the idea is that she holds up the mirror when someone casts a spell, and she smashes it, and it causes like magical feedback to the wizard that cast it, um, cool. So it cancels his spell and then gives him an aneurysm and he takes a strength six hit as well, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, like, if you have got like a goblin shaman on one wound, you're like silver mirror, <laughs> and then his head might just explode.
0: So, <laughs> I'd like to think that she writes on the mirror, "Your peace of mind," before smashing. <laughs> it. That's it, bam. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, so I had a level two on beast for the silver mirror. Um, then I have my oh, and my paladin battle standard bearer as well. So he just had a battle standard. Um he had the Banner of the Lady, which is the one that and a War Horse, obviously. Um the Banner of the Lady is one that cuts down your combat. Um comrades. You can't disrupted, so you lose your rank bonus.
0: Uh, yeah. So you got a really good, good chance. Thing,
1: yeah. A banner of bullshit as it as it's yeah. been known. Um but yeah, I, I love that banner. It's great he, he can sit in a, a a large lance and then they can, you know, he had the virtue of duty as well. Which is plus one, Um plus one combat resolution as long as the general's alive. So he himself is like five combat res just for being alive. (laughs) This is like a BSB. You get your rank bonus because the enemy loses theirs. And then he's just an extra combat res just because he's a brave boy.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's a good lad. So had him as well. Um, And then, yeah, so then I had a a unit of 15 Knights Errant with the Er Errantry banner and full command. Uh unit of 12 Knights of the Realm with full command and the Banner of Eternal Flame. Uh, which gives them the old flaming attacks. Then I had a max unit of Battle Pilgrims.
0: Good old Battle Pilgrims. Good old
1: Battle Pilgrims.
0: And I, I um, love the paint job you've done on your pa- uh, Pilgrims as well. The old yellow-blue boys. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Carry them around their chair. I love the chair. So it's just, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, we've got a dead grey Knight and he's going to bring us to victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, <praying>. Yeah. <laughs> My programs actually didn't do as much as they normally do, those games. Mm. So yeah, because normally they're really they're really good, aren't they?
2: Mm.
1: Um but uh let's say that they no, they weren't awful, I suppose, actually. But they that no, they probably did do okay, but it's not as they weren't as annoying as they normally are. Yeah, they're
0: very good at Oops. Stopping a unit in its tracks and going right. Yeah, uh, they are. you yeah. to deal with us now. Yeah, if they're we're not battle, going anywhere. Yeah,
1: if they're near the battle standard, they're like, we'll just hold forever until you kill all of us. Like hmm. <laughs> but I mean, they did actually do that in game two. They were killed to a man, but they were wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't anyone left to to take on the fight afterwards. Um, but yeah, and then I had two units of ten peasant archers with um, defensive stakes and braziers, which gives them flaming attacks. And then a trebuchet. So my game one was against Orcs and Goblins. Um, and that was like, that was such a cool looking army. So you had like a proper, proper like old school mix. the So you had all the war machines, uns, ball boys, trolls, like a big unit of forest goblins. It was great. So you had like, yeah. So um, we deployed, obviously I went seconds on Bretonia, Um, <laughs> and his troll's immediately first stupidity just stumbled forward. So like, cool. Um, he did oh. it right on his animosity. So it started off really well. Oh, and he had a pump wagon. The pump wagon is so cool. We seen the pump wagon, yeah. yeah,
2: it's, like, yeah. So
1: it's like it's like a little it's like a little like well, it's a it's a pump powered cart crewed by snotlings. So it's like a little like wooden tower on like on wheels. <laughs> it's just like being operated by snotlings. Um, so it works as kind of like you know how the Scaven Doom Wheel works. It's a little bit like that. Just googled it and they look fantastic. Yeah, fucking like, sweet. <laughs> so he have one of those, and he you can like allocate how many, how hard the, the Snotlings the snottlings pump. And he was like, they were gonna be pumping hard, so they were, he was like shot across the table. In this pump wagon, <laughs> and the pump wagon killed so many things. It wiped out my both units, of my peasant archers. Um, I think it did my battle pilgrim. Well, actually, did it battle programs? I think it might have done. Naughty! It did my trebuchet as well, um, and it just careered. So it just shot down the right hand side of the board, and like flanked me. Like I said, it just smashed through my peasant archers, like just crushed them. It's like oh shit, and then overran obviously, and then smashed my trebuchet, killed that overran into my other my other peasant archers. It's like oh no. And then crushed them. And I finally took it out with my paladin and he just couldn't load it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like crashed into it, but he was like, No. <laughs> just yeah. But um, yeah, it just it was unreal, just smashing stuff. Like um, but yeah, it was it was like a lot of like back and forth, you know, like the, the orc catapult was doing loads of damage to me and losing knights from it. The Doom Diver killed quite a few of my knights the realm. But then um, my my knights knights of the realm managed to fight off the trolls. There was a, what was it a big boss and a boar um, attached to a unit of trolls. Oh right, okay. And because they had the banner of eternal flame, so trolls don't get their regen. um oh, no. So I charged the trolls. The Gallant um, popped off his challenge and got actually crushed by the orc boss. But then the other guys lanced all the troll. You know they lanced the trolls down, broke them, and cut them down so that was yeah i was like oh shit that was pretty good um <clears throat> the black Hawks got quite unlucky so they failed a charge no, sorry no they didn't they they held up because they didn't want to get charged my knight's errands my knight's errands were like across you know across the table from them. so i had the knight's errand with the battle standard bearer and the paladin and the um the Prophetess in there yeah so they were kind of like you know we're gonna fight you at some point so i fired you know, i was just shooting the trebuchet at them just like thinning them down until they got crushed by the pump wagon anyway. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, nice hit, gentlemen!" And they like looked at the horizon. The pulp wagon's just careening towards them. They're like, "What's that sound?" Screaming snotlings. <laughs> um. So yeah, but like yeah. So um, the Black Hawks eventually. I managed to get yeah, a charge off with a nice errand onto them and just smash them. Um. So my my sort of my my big lance just you know smashed its way through that. I think the Doom Diver blew itself up. Um. I think it just rolled a 1 and just crashed. I think the, the catapult did as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the old catapult just just blew itself up. Um, I, I love orcs awesome and goblins. They just Yeah, awesome. they're, they're great orcs awesome and goblins. This, the, the big unit, and I've gone to the Shaman Inn, um, got animosity at like, the worst moment. Okay. So they were just like fighting each other while they really needed a level 4 to do something. And he was like, <laughs> ah, fuck. Um, and he ended up dying from the Silver Mirror, I think, the Shaman. But he him. took some runes from some things. He was on one, and then he cast a spell, and sort of mirrored him, and his head blew up. So like ah, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, there was like a big unit of ah. Oh, so I got off um on my damsel on level two. So she had transformation of Caden. So she trans yeah, I, I love transformation of Caden. It's the best spell ever. Like so, I got transformation of Caden off. It's like sick. Replaced there with my rabbit. So I've got yep. the Monty python rabbit on a large. It's just printed as a normal sized rabbit on the large monster base that I use as all the monsters. (laughs) It's great. So it's got all the yeah, it's it's just I think it's the rabbit of Caraberg or something, isn't it? It's cool. But yes, I use that as my transformation of Cadon, so I haven't got to carry like six monsters around me. (laughs) (laughs) So she became she turned into like um into a a black Hydra. So I was like excellent. I'm gonna kill some orcs now. So she charged and then she got a side charge on the big unit of orcs. No, the battle Prillings were still alive because they were fighting the front of the unit of orcs and she, so she got the flank on It's like, excellent, I'm going to kill this um... or did they? I can't remember now. Not sure. Anyway, so she got inside and she's like, yeah, I'm going to kill these orcs she's like smashing the orcs, like did some damage to the war boss like doing really well <laughs> and yeah. then he fucking dispelled it she just turned back into a woman <laughs> and the war boss just one hit
0: <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful <laughs>
1: I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, and then she just died.
0: <laughs> oh, bless. Seriously.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, but her sacrifice meant that um, I managed, by that time the knight's errand had come around the back and they crashed into the Warbusters unit and broke them and killed them. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it ended in a a, Brit, a victory for the arms. Awesome. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's so, like, it such a cool I army. Mean, it's like, and it Sometimes was it
0: quite a, a hilarious game.
1: <laughs> it, it was, yeah. It's it's orcs and goblins, and every game with orcs and goblins is hilarious. Yeah. This yeah. is beautiful. And it's like a very classic match on like Britonia and Orcs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Um and then game two was um so I was meant to originally play Aaron from the from the draws. Um, because Aaron was playing to like make up the numbers. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and then um there's a guy I was chatting to at the start of the day with Dave with an Empire Army. Um really nice painting army we just chatting away. And then he said, Oh, can we swap so we can play? And I was like, Yeah. So um mm-hmm. we did that. So I played him. Um he had like an awesome empire on it. It's like really like proper, like classic heavy metal stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, I saw saw them. Yeah. They, they did so, look so, oh, wow.
1: mate, so nice. Mm-hmm. And like, all of his so all of his um his he's got like a big block of halberdiers and it's like 40 or 50 of them, it's a lot of them. Um and they're all individually numbered, so they all go in a certain formation, like on the movement tray. So they that's all awesome. rank up. So they all got a number on the base, which corresponds to the number on the movement tray where they sit. It's like that's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he had. So he had, like I said, a big. You know how it is. He had a level four life wizard, um, a level two fire wizard, um, a master engineer, a hellblaster, gun, cannon. A uh, unit of handgunners, a unit of inner circle knights with great weapons um and a warrior priest on a horse with a great weapon, and a unit of thirty militia, which he was using oh uh, and which he's using the sister sigma models for that looked awesome mm, yeah, Sigmas. yeah, that was really cool uh and then he also had a is it the hurricaneum yeah the hur- the mm-hmm. celestial hurricaneum the, the big like circling one yeah, yeah yeah, that's yeah. the one yeah. Um so yeah, so we set up and again it was just a really like a really good game, that one. So it started off, obviously I went second because Britannia, so I yeah. did big prey. Um <laughs> and the first the first casualty of the game was he just cast an overcast fireball on my peasant it's my peasant archers in a building. And it was like right, i just overcast a fireball at them and just killed all of them. <laughs> I was like, oh <laughs> that
0: is fantastic.
1: Yeah, so they just got us utterly trash. Um is like cool and then the battle pilgrims and the knights uh the inner circle knights got to combat and they just were fighting for most of the game after that um because mm. obviously the battle pilgrims are like uh and i was like throwing wisconsin's wild from on them with a level two she was like hid behind a building around the corner so she could see the battle pilgrims but not anything else she was mm. just like throwing wisconsin's wild from on them like stay alive <laughs> um to try and keep them going so i was sort of relying on that and blessing the lady to somewhat survive um so yeah so i that was going on over there. On the other side, my knights was getting shot at by some guns. We eventually, got into the hanggutters, managed to cut them down, and cut down a sister signal. Um, on turn, it was turn two, I think. So I got so first off, the hellblaster bully Gun rolled twenty eight shots. Oh my Christ! <laughs> he rolled it, and he just looked at me. He's like, "That's the most shots I've ever rolled." <laughs> I was like, "Cool." Um, just straight into my night's errand, so they just got like, you know, blew like half of mm-hmm. the way. I actually got pretty Red lucky. Missed. I got pretty lucky in my um, what they called my uh, blessing lady saves because mm-hmm. you know, I think statistically should all died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was quite lucky there. Um, so that was that was at least something. So yeah, so I got blasted by the Hellblast. I was like, uh, and then the cannon shot me. And it hit my proper test dead on. And I took my luck so I rolled a one. Oh, no. And I was like, ah, oh, no. So the prophetess test has gotten nuked. She took six wounds of the cannon. Oh, my Just goodness. died. Just died instantly. I was like, oh fuck. Um, so she got blown out of the game. Um, so that was, that was, that was not ideal. <laughs> Losing my level four. Cause I was like, I need like Savage Beast of Horus to go off really. Um, But also, you know, it wasn't all one-sided. So I had a unit of 10 peasant archers that killed the Hellblaster Volley Gun. So they were at long range and that it was in hardcover. I know. And I just rolled enough consecutive... And obviously it's tough seven as well. But I rolled enough consecutive sixes just to kill it.
0: Wow. Okay. (laughs) We're like,
1: yeah, we're like, all right, those peasant archers are dead eyes. They killed that. They killed the Master Engineer as well. And they... They wounded the fire wizard, and then he blew himself up and died.
0: Okay. It's
1: like, all right. all right. Yes, they they did they did all right. Those peasants. I think they
0: needed a, a, an extra uh, bowl of gruel that evening. Yeah,
1: that's it. they get a, a tenth of a fattened pig. Yeah. For their <laughs> their their works. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, just, it was such a fun game. So, like, I went into the the, the what was left of the knights with the two paladins. I like, went into the halberdiers. And I had a bit of a, a slog, um, I ended up breaking the halberdiers. I killed the um, the guy with the banner, um, I yeah. killed and blowed him, actually, with the with the Lord. Not the Lord, the Paladin, rather. Um, and they broke, but I didn't manage to chase them off the board. Because I was like, oh, they'll probably run off, because they were like six inches away from the board edge. So I was like, oh, they'll probably run off. So I was like, I'll, I'll reform. And then he rolled like a two to run away, and I was like, no! <laughs> So the halved are still there, and I was like, "Oh no!" Um. So, but like I'd say I'd already performed, and by this time I had like, I think I had like one or two knights left, and the two, the two characters, yeah. um, and then the knights died, so it's just two characters left. So They split off, and the paladin with standard went against the huracanum, which is really good, the huracanum, because it gives everyone within, is he a six or twelve plus one to hit. Which is really, yeah. really good in fantasy because, like, you know, if you want halberdiers, you know, they're suddenly hitting on threes against most stuff. That's really good. Yeah, and then the inner circle knights were hitting on twos against everything, so it's like, oh, like really wow. scary. Yeah, really good. Um, but my BSB went into that and he just killed it on combat res and cut it down. So, no. so he charged in and he was like, "I'm static combat res because I have the virtue of <laughs> duty." Then it broke and he cut it down. So, I oh, think... um. So actually no he, did, sorry, he didn't cut it down it ran for the table actually because he restrained and it just ran away so I was like great that was nice bye um, bye yeah and then my paladin ran into the inner circle knights and challenged out the warrior priest and he was like oh, I'll kill this guy and I think he did kill the warrior priest but then he got crushed by the knights um, and then they actually cut him down so he, yeah he won on combat race because he killed the last of the battle pilgrims that turn as well so he won on combat raise, and then I rolled like a 12. I was like, ah, uh. and then we off my because my banner bearer was just just rolled back up from ran down the Hurricaneum, and then he was like, ah, uh. <laughs> I was like, oh no. So, yeah, and then he got cut down by the Knights. Um, so that was pretty much it. So it was, a, I think overall, it was a Bretonian loss. So, but it was, yeah, it was such a good game. Like, it was just like. Mm. Yeah, very like classic fantasy. You know, like just yeah, just so good. So much like back and forth. Oh yeah, because I got the inner circle knight down to like two deeds at one point, point. and then he um I said level four life wizard healed them back. I was like no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got like it did like regrowth. Um, I think he got thrown of vines off that turn because something I blocked something else. Um, I think I blocked dwellers below, but I had no, I had didn't have any dispel dice left, and then he got off thrown of Vines and then Regrowth and then grew Lozen back and I was like, oh shit. So yeah, so Lozen got back. So I thought, oh, there's no way he's going to cast Regrowth. on like it's like a dice. I think he cast it like one dice. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. yeah. yeah. That, no, it might be that or I might have got a really bad displeasure. So there was one where I, I dispelled like a really basic spell with, like, four dice. I thought, I got, like, four ones. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the other you know, second, I sort of got back up. Like, oh dear. So they just pounded the Battle Pilgrims into dust.
0: Poor Battle Pilgrims. Poor Battle Pilgrims.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was a really good game. Really nice bloke. And it was, like I say, it's just really nice. The whole, the whole event was just really good, seeing, like, all these, like, really nicely painted fantasy armies, like, and seeing people from, like, you know, people have come quite a long way as well, especially for, like, a one-dayer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Some people are driven, like, you know, like, three hours or so, or, like, a bit more, you know? I think longest was, like, four hours, maybe?
0: Hmm.
1: That's pretty impressive.
0: Well, think about it. Like, if you, if you guys weren't staying at mine that weekend, you'd, you'd have been, sort of, for an hour and a half, two hours.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, it's- but yeah, it was just so, so nice. Everybody was so relaxed and just there to have a, you know, a good yeah. time. Like, yeah, it was, it was a good laugh. I don't think anybody. Sweet games of fantasy. Yeah. I don't, I don't think mm. any, well, as far as I could tell and from comments I heard, I don't think anybody had a bad game, you know? No, that's it. No, I think it
1: was all just really funny, was Even like the are poundings, because I think somebody just got early crush and they, but it was still like really funny. Don't talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> big scary men with goblin green bases are coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah like it was just yeah it was just such such a good event um mm-hmm. just like yeah like I say just just playing fantasy of like yeah there's people who are like, really passionate about the game because it's like you know I think everyone there like really like you know they put loads of care into their army and it was like, proper, yeah. like yeah that it was just you know because there's a couple that weren't fully painted weren't there but they still like had all like loads of like conversions and stuff you know, people obviously, it's obviously armies people have had for years and they, you know, they really like poured their, like, you know, like their sort of all their, like, life, not their life and soul into it, but like, you know, their enthusiasm. It's not just like a bare plastic army they just bought to the shelf. Yeah. Like it was all just, you know, because they like, say so some stuff was like, it, you know, it was, everything was at least partially painted, wasn't it? But it's maybe not fully on some. Most people have fully painted, it, didn't they? I think it's like one or two didn't.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But, but yeah, like it was, yeah, it's like, it just so good.
0: Yeah, was, yeah, I, I had a fantastic weekend. With, I think yeah, was, and I, and I, I was the same. I was I was looking forward to the fantasy day more, but I think that's just because yeah, it my first like fantasy event, you know, and and was wanted to get my new army out and everything. But the the heresy day was was really good fun. And, oh yeah, no, it was yeah, it was
1: really good. Yeah, yeah, it's just sort of not that attract from the heresy bones. That was really good as well, wasn't it? It's just the fantasy yeah. was
0: so good. Yeah, um, and, well, and, and fair play to Aaron and Chris. They they always do a, a fantastic event for yeah, everyone really. I've been to. Um, I think we think we've been going to their events for a couple of years now, haven't we? I since COVID, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Post COVID times. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It was good. Good weekend. But hmm. then we got the big game in as well at the end.
0: We did. Yeah, we went back to mine and uh, had a, a a big massive two v three. Game for questionable uh, uh, was, alliances. It was,
1: yeah, it, so was it was definitely is, enthusiastic. That game wasn't
0: it? Yeah, cause it was your your Britannians, my beastmen, and mm. Connor's dark elves against, yeah. <laughs> against and, vampire coast. And vampire and, uh, <laughs> it's like mm, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not quite sure what the uh, what the storyline behind that was. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Something, but I'm not sure what uh,
0: but yeah, but yeah, I think I think we had a, a good weekend all all in all no it's really
1: really good,
2: really good.
0: But, um so yeah if, uh yeah I think he's his next doing his next event um in April around it'll be around Easter sort of time ish um mm. and it's it'll be called Easter van, so um if you're looking for a, a heresy event uh to, to go to we'd thoroughly really recommend that. So keep an eye out on, on Facebook for, for an Easter van event. Um yeah. and, they're on uh, Instagram as well, I think, to stand at Danger Close. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, keep keep an eye out on, on those that that account. Um yeah re- reasonably priced for the tickets. Um the event uh, I uh can't think of the word where where they're the venue, there we go. Um the venue uh has got free parking so and the, you know, for lunches and stuff they've got, you know, plenty of shops and um, you know, fast food places uh, just round the corner. So it's yeah, you know, it's really well situated. Um yeah, everybody I haven't been to one of his events yet where I've you know thought that somebody was being a bit of an ass. So <laughs> I think that's a good sign. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's good, isn't it? well,
0: obviously it's it's the people
1: that turn up as well, isn't it? But um, but yeah, look, they're always real run, aren't they? It's a good, you know, it's it's a good kind of casual event, isn't it? It's very good for like a one day, I think, isn't it? yeah,
2: definitely.
1: It's just really fun, decent point. You get a decent amount of games in as well. Three games for one day is good.
0: Yeah, and so, no, normally around two two and a half thousand points, which yeah, yeah. again, it's yeah you know, a bit smaller, but still gives you enough points to get a few toys in. Yeah, so
1: no, I definitely recommend it, yeah. If, and it also, like, obviously, if you're listening to this and you've not been to an event before, um, it's definitely a good event to go to as a starter because it's like a one-dayer, as I say, because it's, it's based in Bristol, so sort of, it's quite easy to get to. Obviously, yep. if you're up north, um, a bit different, but, you know, if you're in the southwest, um, it's really easy to get to, you know, it's just off the motorway. Um, yep. Parking's nice and easy as well. So you can get there, play your three games, and then you know you can be back back home for sort of dinner time. So it's not too bad, really. You know you can you can just nip up, play some games, and still go back. It's it's definitely a good way of if you're thinking about oh I you know I want to go and play some events, um, but I'm not sure where to start, sort of thing. Especially if you're worried about sort of, especially if, you know maybe if you go on your own. So if you're going to a weekend, it's kind of I guess a lot of people sort of at least know another person who's going to a weekend a lot of time, don't they? Yeah. Um, if you're going to one day or on your own it's probably a little bit less daunting than going to a weekend on your own, mm. I'd imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth looking at. So, yeah, they're danger close events. Um, so, let's say you see on Facebook or on Instagram um, or probably just Googling and probably find them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth having a little look at um, maybe give them a message or something and say, oh, you know, I'm interested in going. Um, Make them say, oh, yeah, you know, this is what we suggest you do. Um, but, yeah, very laid back, you know, that's, you could very much just sort of turn up and play it. Um, so they normally do Heresy, don't they, for the Saturday, and then there's yeah. normally some, you know, A game on Sunday of some kind?
0: Yeah, I think they sort of to it as their niche game Sunday. Yeah, the niche is game, the... yeah. So
1: you, so you don't have to get a ticket to both days. Like I say, you can just no. do the one day. Um, you can just do the niche event if you want. Yeah. Um, so niche Although I think
0: there perfect. is a discount if you get both days.
1: There is, yeah. Sweet, sweet discount. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's, so like the niche event's are like battlefully gothic. Obviously this one was fantasy, but fantasy's not niche as fuck. Uh, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, yeah, like Battle 3 Gothic was the last one, um, and I don't, I don't know what the next one will be maybe like. No, I, don't, everyone, I don't think they've decided yet. Yeah. yeah, I think there is somebody who's saying Battle Tech and that, but it's, not, it's yeah. just it's just be fantasy, really. It's the only game that's needed <laughs> <Well, yeah. laughs> I could it could be epic, I suppose, if anyone's actually got an epic eye by then.
0: To, to be fair, they have have uh, shown an interest in doing a old mm. world event once it comes out, if it isn't trash. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it will be trash maybe. No, I don't think it will either, but yeah, you have to caveat these things. Yeah, this <laughs> is true, yeah. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah if the magic yeah. phase is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All hinges on Monday.
1: Ooh, it's all the magic phase. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, fully, fully recommend them as an event for yeah. newcomers and experienced alike.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Right, I think we're pretty much there, aren't we, Dave?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think. For the, yeah, for the I, week. I, I have to admit, when when we first said we'd sit down and, and record this, I thought, well, you know, we get half an hour, forty minutes. Here we uh, are, two hours later. You <laughs> underestimate my ability
1: to chat to shit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I, no, I-,
0: I think I've talked my fair share of crap as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's good. So, well, um, yeah, so we'll do it again. Uh, well, in a a couple of weeks, um, and. Yeah. I will I will inform you of my games on the weekend. So mm. as I'm going to the uh, yeah, so going to the Tooth and Claw event this weekend
2: mm.
1: with Aaron. So uh, hashtag Drillfest. So <laughs> so yeah, I can uh, I can let you know how Drillfest went and if we won any games, if our reserves did turn up, or if we just got table turn one every game. So oh, and mm-hmm. actually, and we're going to play some fantasy on Saturday night as well. Though. Oh, so
0: really
1: messing out got a fit fantasy in, mate. Gotta get some fantasy in there somewhere.
0: Where, where's the event held? Um, it's
1: Huxlow. That. <laughs> so it's like near Wellingborough or in Wellingborough, like it's 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 north of Bristol. So I don't, you know, it's a place
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. it's not, a, it's it's not the southwest. Ah, no, exactly. Yeah, I put it in a sat nav and I'm like, yeah, it's there somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, I should know where that is. I've been to it, been there quite a few times. Now. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't, but yeah, like. Um, yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's, so I think, yeah, I think Wellington is like, yeah, it's like Midlands, like, it's, you know, somewhere over there, um, so yeah, but no, it's, it's, yeah, it should be good, so yeah, I can, I'll update you on how that went on the next one, yeah. tell you about all the all the losses of my fine, my fine brave men of the Imperial Army, going up against Astartes and demons and all sorts.
0: Brave men, one and
1: all. Exactly, brave men, one and all. And if any, survive. So, yeah. All right. Well, very nice to talk to you. And and you. Uh, And, yeah. yeah. Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye.
0: Ta-ta.